This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Seagull Social. I'm your host, Maz, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben and Ryan. How are we doing, chaps? All good, bro. All good. Um, had yeah, a decent good, weekend. Apart yeah, from, yeah, apart from all... Sunday, which is obviously great. Had a big, <laughs> big uh, monumentous day in my life. Uh, had my first ever takeaway Chinese on Saturday night, believe it or not. Bloody hell. Well, well, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that, Ben. Just quickly, we've got to introduce our guest, of course. Uh, we yeah, have got Stuart Jones, uh, the founder of Upload Agency. Um, so, Stuart, welcome to the show. How, how are you doing? You all good? Well, uh, you're doing better than me, I think, aren't you? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flying, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Well, just quickly, before we go on to the football, Ben, do you just say you don't? You haven't had a, a Chinese ever before? That, I know people have, I hear that like, right? so even like 10 episodes ago me and Ryan well I had my first ever haircut from a barber's my mum normally, yeah. no, normally does it Stuart um, went to the barber's for the first time <laughs> and now yeah I had my first ever takeaway Chinese when did, you, when, when did you go to the barber's some, uh, oh no so my mum's my mum cut, cut my hair again now but like I don't know 10 weeks oh, right. ago when we were allowed to go I went to the bar- oh, barber's oh I thought you said 10 time. days ago I was about to say I'll be yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Stuart's well, sh- trying to get you sh- shut sh- down Ben he's trying to get you shut down Cancel us. Keep it on the low. Cancel well, yeah. Seagull Social. Well, yeah. I don't think some of the football players and their haircuts, they're getting done by their Yeah, yeah what's I'm that not having about? it. It's that yeah, HD Cuts guy, it. isn't it? That HD Cuts Instagram account. He's going around all the footballers' houses still, isn't he? Spreading <laughs> yeah. out COVID. Yeah. I just, I just I don't, don't know how they get away it. with it, though. I, I'm not sure how they get away with it. It's mental. Yeah, it's but so anyway. obvious that they've got like the freshest fades just before the match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how'd you get that? Oh no, you got that. <laughs> right, let's talk about the, the good stuff then. Uh, well, for us anyway. Of course, it was a, a big result for us. Huge, huge in our relegation scrap. Um, and of course, Stuart, let's start with you then. Um, overall, what were your thoughts on on the game itself and how it all panned out? Um, I wasn't overly surprised. I think we've just kind of run out of steam now, run out of ideas. Um, I think that I think the teams have kind of learnt how to um, how to play against us now, and um, in, as we showed again this weekend, we 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 didn't really have a plan B. We, we tactically, I think Brighton were um, were, were better than us, and um, I think that we've struggled more and more on this bad run now um, by not having a plan B and not reacting to things. Um, mm. If you look at our 
our stats. We I think we're we're the worst. Um, I think Brighton are second from worst in terms of um, losing points from winning positions, but yes. we're also one of the worst at um, yeah. picking points up when we're behind. We we tend to either just win and stay and, and win the game um, mm. or draw, but we, we, we don't seem to be able to turn games around or hold on when teams change their tactics for us. So, yeah, it's um, no, I think Brighton deserved the win in the end. I think we were okay in the first half and the second half. Mm. Passing the ball around all the possession, but not really doing anything with it. Mm. Sounds like us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it sounds a lot like how we've been playing. Yeah. I, I don't know. How we got away with the win. To be honest with you, it was a bit. It was a bit one of those games where I thought. I thought personally, just speaking, I thought it was a very tight game. Um, you know, it wasn't. Any, I, I don't think it was like a clear. We were like the clearly the better team. I think we just edged it. No. Uh, and I think yeah. you're. You know, I know you mentioned because we spoke obviously off air, and you mentioned I mentioned like you might be a bit fatigued, but you didn't see that as a case, did you? Because I think you made six changes. Was it from midweek? Yeah, we, 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 we had six um six players um uh changed for this game. So yeah, I, I don't know, we, we just run out of steam in the second half and we've been doing it for the last uh, we've won two games in seventeen I think now, so it's getting sticky for you guys, I think. You don't think you will be getting relegated though, surely you're safe. You're not, nah. you're not no, no. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll pick up a win somewhere along the line. I think our next run of games is pretty decent yeah. um, in terms of the teams that we're playing. And I, I think a win will do it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's um, considering... Uh, I don't think they'll be selling any more of the Stop the Count, We're Top of the League team. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, that my so God. That what was... a fall from grace. Oh. What a fall from grace that is. It's mental. You're yeah. top of the league. And now... I don't know how. What I don't know what's happened. Like, do you know what's happened? What has happened? Um, I, I think part of it is is when we get on a good run. Um, when, when we're winning games and we're going confident, and, and then it's all fine. But as soon as um, as soon as something goes wrong, we don't seem to be able to kind of turn things around. I think we we actually miss Walcott. Um, I think we miss his brain up front. Um, not necessarily his skills, etc., but just his, just his brain where he drags players mm. around and and stuff. Um, I don't quite know what's going on with Danny Ings. Um, I hope that he's not kind of um, got his head turned now and, and looking to go somewhere else. Because to be honest, if Danny Ings goes, I think football will be dead to me. I mean, it, it's his whole family of Southampton season ticket holders. He's grown up in the area. All his mates are Southampton lads. Um, mm. And if he if he if he goes um, goes to another club now, then you think, well, where is the loyalty? Mm. Um, yeah. True. So, but but yeah, he's not really firing now. Um, yeah, I, we've we've had injuries, but if you look at our team, it's it's not the worst team we've ever had in the Premier mm-hmm. League. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't. It's it's not a yeah. team that should um, only win two games out of seventeen. Well, no, not at Stuart, all. I saw your um, all your fans were saying you want you want Hassan Hurtle out. A lot of lot of your fans were saying that, and I found that quite surprising because I always thought he was quite mm. a good manager. Yeah, you're on a bad run, but yeah. what, how, what's your sort of take on that? Um, yeah, I'm in the Hassan Hootel out brigade. Um, I, I have been for a, a while. I think um, really, I think some of our fans. I, I think it's probably split fifty fifty at the moment. I mean, he's right. a lovely guy. Um, don't get me mm. wrong, and and he's great with his wacky jazz hands that he does at the end of every <laughs> win that we do, and. Um, yeah. and, and and all of that stuff in the in the tears after the Liverpool game and and everything and you think oh what a nice guy but at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, he's he's never really shown himself to be able to change a game pretty much since right. he's been here he did for the mm-hmm. first six months but we had a guy called Danny Roll who was his assistant and it was rumored that he was the the guy behind all the tactics 
Um, and, oh, really? and was instrumental in everything. And he's he went to Bayern Munich and is the assistant manager at Bayern Munich now. Oh, and pretty much since that day, we've that. we've never really we've never oh. really managed to change a game, or we've we've never come away thinking, "Oh, great tactics." We've lost nine nil twice, and <laughs> people can say, "Oh, yeah," but it's just one of them things. Mm. Again, it's tactics. If you if you're mm. three or four nil down, you think, "Right, damage limitation. Let's shut up shop." Yeah. But we just capitulate yeah. and and. Um, and, and yes, we had a player sent off against United and stuff. But even then, tactically, you've got to be able to shut the stop the leak. Um, True. Certainly, losing losing nine yeah. nil twice in twelve months is yes. Yeah, it shows it's, it's, it's not a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, basically, Stuart, Stuart, just just to sum up, basically, you call him a fraud. You call him a bit a big a big fraud. Um, but no, no, I generally look, that's actually really interesting about the assistant manager. I, I was I wasn't yeah. aware of that, and the fact he's gone to Bayern Munich. I mean, I think I think that says it all, really, with regards to to the quality of the guy. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I think Hassan Tuchel might be maybe missing that second guy. But I mean, you guys are obviously watching week in week out, so we only got yeah. to get to see him from afar. And we think he's this great manager, don't we? Because he, he's been linked with all these big clubs and stuff. And like, do you do you do you see him maybe leaving? And would you be would you care so, so much? Um, I I wouldn't care. No. Um, it, I, it, I think now, I think it, there's no point just getting rid of him kind of tonight, tomorrow, and that we're still in the FA Cup. I think mm. he deserves. We're not. We're not in any trouble. I don't think we're in any trouble for relegation. I don't really see that there's that much benefit getting rid of him at the moment. No. Um, but I think that it's time for a change at the end of the season, um, or we get no- or when we get knocked out of the FA Cup, whichever is sooner. Yeah. We get knocked out of the FA Cup against Bournemouth. We might as well use send him on his way and and get someone in to have a few games looking over the team, ready for the pre-season, and if not, give him till the end of the season and. And swap him out because I think he has run out of ideas with us now. Mm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; we, we've had some great times with him, um, but we've also had an informed Danny Ings banging goals in almost every week. Yeah. And if you've mm. got a player like Danny Ings banging goals True. in every week, then yeah. then you're going to do all right. Um, can we have can we have him on loan, please, Stu? Because we, we, we need <laughs> yeah, a clinical striker. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'll say it, it, it's. I think my biggest anxiety would be Danny Ings leaving us because. Then I, I'd just question football in general. I mean, it's like when Ricky Lambert went. Yeah, yeah Ricky Lambert Liverpool, went to yeah. Liverpool. Of course, we we, we were, It was the one club where where we where all the fans kind of clapped him on his way and said, "Go and go mm. and live your dream at your boyhood yeah. club." Mm. Um, Letizia obviously stayed with us for years, but I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Our, mm. our, our most loyal player at the moment is a Pompey lad, Ward Prowse. You're used to selling your big boys, aren't you? You're used to selling your big, your yeah. best players. Um, so, yeah, yeah especially Liverpool as well. Yeah, yeah that's just another kind of um, a, a symptom of, of of the Premier League, isn't it? If you if you're not in the top six, then you're you're always as soon as your players get good, they're going to be gone. We're starting to look um, like that as well now. Like, People like Basuma, Ben White, are now being talked about with the bigger clubs. So mm. finally, yeah, our yeah. play, our best players are actually being recognised and potentially moving outside. Ben White was a Swampton Academy lad. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they said yeah, it on Sky yesterday, him. didn't they? You released him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Tyrone Mings was another one that that we released. I think as well. No, that's not so, a bad yeah. decision, mate. That's a few not going on the Yeah, don't mention his name <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Tyrone yeah. Mings, massive fraud. I'm uh, anti Tyrone Mings every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> 
love it. Um, and then going back to the game, then um, obviously, yeah, the, the game. So I know you want to try and avoid it as much as you can, Stu. But um, uh, we, uh, with regard to the first goal, um, were you quite were you disappointed with the defending from the set piece, or was it just one of those you know great leap from dunk uh, from our perspective? Or even the keeping. Yeah, or the, the keeping. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it's you, you could point your fingers, at the, but then again, we could point the fingers at defenders, etc. Kind of quite a few times this season. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I wasn't too disappointed in it to be honest. Mm. In your second goal as well, I thought Welbeck actually he had a couple of real deft touches mm. Um, mm. in the game. Mm. Uh, one that set yeah. up the goal and that back back flick as well. Yeah, um, he showed his quality what, from his past, didn't he? What are your thoughts on Welbeck? Because I'm I'm quite anti Welbeck. Obviously, the boys Ryan and Ben are quite pro Welbeck. What what yeah. are your thoughts on 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 him? Um, when we were when we were linked with him, kind of my mate's WhatsApp group is like, oh no, look, we're linked with Danny Welshit. Um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, he, he, he's he, he, he's not that old, is he? But he feels like no, he's I a think bit like twenty nine now. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, he feels like he's been around for years and years, and, yeah, he and he's a bit of a journeyman. But I think he'll do a job, right? He's mm. um, good players don't turn bad and, and stay yeah. bad. Um, that's true. Whether yeah. he's going to be in the first match. eleven, every... <laughs> yeah. he was never good though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oi, oi, less of that. Less of the Iranian slander. I won't be having that on this podcast. <laughs> I won't be having that. Um, and Ryan, Ryan, from our, from our perspective, Ryan, what, what, yeah, what do you think we did well there? Obviously, of course, it was a, it was a big leap from Dunkey, but like, w- was that like the perfectly executed set piece from us? Because we're usually not very good. good yeah, at for once, my God. Yeah, yeah. It was, I thought it was a great goal from Dunk. He was good 12, mm. 15 yards out, and he managed to get a header on not only on target but actually in the back of the net. It made a change to see the net bulge for once, but. Yeah, it, it yeah. was a typical one after we scored it. Again, we just fell asleep and we, we let them back mm. into the game straight away. Um, yeah. And that was something that we ironed out in the second half. But um, it seems to be a common theme, doesn't it? As um, mentioned earlier with the whole dropping points thing. Um, it, it's so mm. poor. As soon as, we, as soon as we take the lead in a game, it's you instantly think, oh, no. Oh, it's it's so ten minutes straight. later, wasn't it? And, yeah. yeah, ten minutes yeah, later, they, they go score. Um, and it was a good goal, but... Um, I don't know yeah. who was picking him know. up. Like I don't know where Burn oh. was, and I don't well, know Dunk, where Dunk kind of flicked it on, was. didn't he? Almost yeah, like Dunk a little assistant, Jay Adams. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, left him, he left him well on side as well. Yeah, the thing, the oh, thing, mate. what I it, I felt for Dunk there because I thought, you know, yes, it was a, probably a poor header, but you'd probably want someone behind you. You've got to have someone picking him up. You can't have no one picking him up. Mm. Um, I so don't know. I, did feel I think it was. I think it was his. I think it was his issue. The fact that everyone had pushed out and he was just the one left there. Everyone, Maybe everyone had bombed forward. Maybe I missed yeah, that. Yeah, mm. he was literally just on his own there. Um, mm. I think he, he played. He was playing Chad Adams and so Yeah, and, uh, but let's let's not let's no let's give Southampton credit. Like, it was a great finish from Chad um, Adams. It was yeah. a, it was a def- And what, what's he been like through this season, Chad Adams? Because I know last know? season he was struggling, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. He, he's um, he is definitely a form player. Um, yeah. Once he, he starts scoring, yeah. he gets on a roll. Um, but he went about thirty games, I think, without scoring a goal. Um, right. And I actually bet on him. I actually put a <laughs> quid on him at thirty-three oh, really? to one. I think it was um, <laughs> when he scored his first goal after all them. Oh uh, right! I thought uh, you meant uh, last night. I was like, what? No, no, no I wouldn't have put any money on him. Uh, on, on yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't bet on Saints. I don't bet on Saints anymore. Yeah, fair play. But, uh, but, but no, he, yeah, he's he, he's a, a weird one because he he does a lot of work off the off off the ball. And, and to some fans, his work mm. kind of goes unnoticed he's a bit like Shane Long um, yeah, when Neil we Mo had Pei. Shane Long up front does it yeah, Neil Mo yeah, Mo does, 
does yeah. a hell of a lot of work to drag defenders about, a lot of work off the ball, um, but doesn't necessarily score loads of goals. But with mm-hmm. Che Adams, once he gets on a run, he's, it's three and three games for him now. Um, yeah. And hopefully he'll continue because we need it because um, obviously mm-hmm. we haven't got Ings either. Is he yeah. out for the rest of the season then? Or is he back soon? No, I, I, I don't think it's long term. I think he should be back in the next couple of games. Um, okay. I'm not actually sure what what his injury was. But I thought it was three. Yeah, so I, so I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a strange one. But it was funny. I've got a funny one with Chad. Actually, I had a bet with a, a, a geezer at work. He's a big Saints fan as well. And um, it, I, I bet him that Che, no, I bet that Neil Mopo would outscore Che Adams, and um, yeah, that, that I won that one quite easily because I think he scored well, what, two season. goals last season. Yeah, I think he scored yeah, two yeah. goals last season or one maybe. Um, so yeah, well, I, I won that bet quite easily. Now, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy I didn't back in this season to be honest because um, <laughs> he, he's he's doing very well. But then yeah, I mean credit to us as well. So uh, Ben, obviously. Potter at half time for once he actually made a sub which was yeah. <laughs> baffling to us like blew our minds because he doesn't usually make one until like he the 90th minute must have seen the podcast last week because we were saying like <laughs> we did the whole segment on his game management and how he doesn't make substitutions mm. or he makes the wrong substitutions but yeah yeah changed the formation brought Dan Byrne off I think he saw every single tweet about saying how bad Dan Byrne is <laughs> literally after five seconds he got the ball after the, uh, in the first half oh, of the kickoff mate. Oh, and he made that touch and just went out of play straight away yeah. and I was every like oh time. mate Dan Byrne come on mate that's exactly what um, I said as well I was like this sets the tone cheers lad it's a shame it's obviously I don't wish injury on anyone because that's just not the way to think but in a weird way it's kind of a relief because now Veltman's now playing on the left instead of Dan Byrne's might mm. be out for a couple of weeks and might miss Newcastle um, yeah obviously I wish him a speedy recovery but at the same time I'm not the, his biggest fan, so it's a, it's a really yeah. tricky one. It's a, it's a, it's a um, sticky one, Ben. It is a bit of a sticky one. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, credit to credit to Potter. And it's weird, isn't it? Like I think um, they've been talking about it recently. Well, all the games where we've had decent results, we we've lost possession. We've had less possession in that match. Mm. Yeah. Again, I think we had less possession against Southampton. I think they finished on about fifty-eight or so, and we had a bit less, and we mm. won the game. I don't understand because yeah. we're such a possession-based team and attacking so team. Badly. But, the best so results come from games that we don't have the ball. Yeah, I noticed that whenever we play a low block, it's just we, we struggle. And again, against um, mm-hmm. Southampton, we're playing a team that like to play and like to you know hold the ball. And for some reason, that seems to be where our, most of our wins come from. You, know, you look at the Villa game, it reminded me a lot of that one. Uh, second half, yeah. as we said with Potter, he completely changed it. He didn't just bring on a, a sub, he completely changed the game. He, he made it, you know... Basically, our favour completely. Um, I think we had Zakiri playing left wing back. And I left he wing really back. Good. He was yeah, really nice good. Yeah, that was really nice. Zakiri is a striker. Yeah, he's a striker. He's we forward. played him left wing back. It's just classic yeah. Potter. That is. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know to be what fair, this, is, this goes back to what I was saying a while ago um, about how you want your players to be able to be versatile and play in multiple positions. And I think mm. yesterday we had White playing right back centre-back. We had Veltman playing left wing-back at some times. He was playing left-back, left, left centre-back. He was all over the place and mm. at centre-half. Um, then we had, was it Trossard playing attacking midfield? He was on striker. He was left wing. So we had, we had mm. literally so many players playing all over the place. And credit to yeah. them for adapting to what Potter wants them to do. And credit to Potter himself for being able to make them do that because that takes yeah. some doing, you know, to, to make these players, you know, they're not the highest of quality players. We're not talking about world-class footballers here. We're talking about, you know, yeah. Brighton players and they're able to adapt to mm. what he's asking. But it completely yeah. worked and we, we we caught Southampton lacking completely. They didn't know what was going on because everything was completely mm. different. Second half, setup was different. Yeah. Players are in different positions and I think that's what that's what won it for us. It was a great move. That that second goal, no, 100%. and Trossard, that, that second goal, uncharacteristically yeah. clinical, oh, and finished goal. it off <laughs> yeah. very nicely. And yeah, yeah, 
Stu, you must have thought that you were playing um, prime Barcelona for that second goal. <laughs> well, that's uh, well, uh, like I say, Welbeck's touch there, the sharpness. Yeah, it's um, lovely. In, yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah, it, it it was really good, and yeah, n- no complaints at all on on that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was quite surprised how sharp that Welbeck looked. There was a couple of times that mm. the, the little little knocks that he done and back heels and and one touches that uh, that opened up our defence. He's yeah. shown that he's I, capable of that, hasn't he? Because against, sorry, Mads, against Villa, he did the same, didn't he? That's There's a, a couple of touches that he had yeah. where he, he laid forward a Mope as well. There's a couple of those. So he yeah. showed that he can do that. He's just not the most clinical in the world. So when he gets the ball in the far, yeah. in the last five yards of the box, you're thinking, oh God, he's not going to score from there. But yeah, he's, he's good with his <laughs> little thing, touches. That's the thing, yeah. We, we'll... Yeah, well, 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 but that's the that's the thing with me. It's like I do want to like him because he's a likable guy, but I just like feel like sometimes, yeah, he's he's just not that complete player. And it's weird because you think he's at Brighton and he should be like being you know that top man like Lallana is, you know, like being that that the, the stand up player. But for him. me, Let's not yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was he was on the flames yesterday. Stu, that was like that was like watching your ex with someone else, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> oh, he, he's uh, yeah. Oh, I can't stand him. There, there was there was, was rumours that, that he had that he had his agent knocking on our door, kind of saying, "Oh, I'm I'm ready to come back." Um, <laughs> and I think even the club were like, "No." <laughs> really? I, I mean, what what he did when he when he left us, he was signing Liverpool shirts before he would even signed for them. Oh, like, really? I, I, I didn't know. And, uh, I didn't know you Saints fans hated it. Like, do do you guys hate him, or is that like a um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, really? it's not well, like I, I think. I, I think Liverpool Liverpool fans think that we just hate everyone that went there. But we <laughs> yeah. don't hate. We, we don't hate Mane. We don't hate Nathaniel Klein. Obviously, um, Rick Lambert well. went there with our blessing. Um, it's just the way that Lalana did it. I mean, literally a week, two weeks before at the Players Awards, before he went after the World Cup, he's like, "Oh, if you gave me the, if you told me I could be here for the rest of my life." I'd bite your um bite 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 your arm off for it. it it's I love this club. This club <laughs> means the world. I want to stay here. Blah blah blah. Badge kissing, all that stuff. Oh, Went off God. to the World Cup and he's he's signing Liverpool shirts before oh, he'd even no. signed for them. And, and he's done a Sol Campbell. He's done a Sol Campbell. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, mm. he's not welcome back at Southampton at, at all. Really? Um, wow. I, I think. I suppose he wouldn't want to pay his 90k wages either. I think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of clubs yeah, yeah, turn their nose that. up to that and we were the yeah. ones that are like, oh, we'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, to we'll fair, but to be fair, he did look, he, he looked sharp yeah, um, yeah. yesterday as well. Yeah, he looked um, very good. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was back to the a lot and people were calling me crazy, weren't they? I was, why are you back in the mm. Lana for? I was thinking, well, mate, I'm not being funny. He's come in as a coach as well. Like He's a, he's here to be a coach and mm. it's quite man. funny you yes, say that because the only people I've spoke... Yeah, the only people I've spoke to is Liverpool fans about Lallana. Um, I didn't actually speak to any Saints fans about it, but all Liverpool fans can say is how amazing he is around the club and how everyone loves him. He's an underrated legend there, and like for the last five years he was at Liverpool, he's always been like the one that they all loved and underappreciated. Mm. Um, and apparently Klopp loved yeah. him too. So it's quite interesting to hear your point of view, completely yeah. different. Yeah, I'll be honest. That's... Don't get me wrong. He was, I mean, he was a, a, a great, I think he played like 260 odd times for us. He was a great mm. servant. He was part of the League One what, squad, wasn't he? Probably. Sorry? Yeah. He was in your League One team with like Yoshida. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. Come, come, come all the way through with us. So he's part of some good memories for me. And I think, weirdly, I, I think my best times being a Southampton fan were, were in League One and, and the Championship. You should tear us apart. Can, you keep, can they keep up Nigel Atkins, will it? 
Can they keep oh, yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can they keep, keep up with us, maybe? Mind the gap. Mind the gap, that's a yeah. That worked out well. Yeah, we got the Fonte last minute winner where he just jumped the hoardings <laughs> and bundled in with all the fans and we're mm. toppling over and the temporary stands falling over because all the Saints <laughs> fans. That's one of my best Southampton memories is, is in League One and it was just such a, a, a good league to be in and mm. and we were going everywhere thinking we're going to get a result. We were going yeah. to places like Leighton Orient and, and taking half their stadium, taking over one of their mm-hmm. main stands as well as mm. the stand behind the goal. <laughs> and yeah. it, was, it, was just, it was just great fun. Uh, and... Um, <laughs> How was it? How was it? Obviously, being a like being a Saints fan, because obviously at the time you were like a big fish in a small pond kind of thing. Obviously, we were just yeah. happy to be there, and we, we you know we were like still go, we were like on the rise. We, but whereas obviously you were like yeah. a big a big club. And how was that? How was that as, like, as a fan? Sort of like yeah, hitting hitting down earth with that. Um, do, do, do you know what? Uh, like I say, I, I, it was probably our, our League One seasons and the Championship seasons are probably the best footballing memories. I mean, I, I, I went to my first Saints game in '87. Um, mm. But those those couple of seasons in League One in our Championship season, I probably enjoyed them more than more so than any Premier League season. Really, but I, I, a lot I of people do say that. Because, like, yeah. especially for Bright, Brighton fans, say the same. Brighton fans say like League One and Championship days were yeah. their better days. I prefer them personally. Yeah. Too. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you, you you won't be. You, you won't be getting any pictures of me sat there sobbing into my scarf if we get relegated. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. Um, with you. I totally it's one. Agree. It's, totally agree. It's it's one of them things where you as, as a fan you want to win every single game, right? So mm. by default, I don't want us to get relegated. But deep down, I do want us to get relegated. But I want <laughs> us to win every game. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah. Um, but so yeah. So of course I want us to stay up. Of course I want us to win every game. But but if we went down to the championship, then I'd I'd be going home and away every every game yeah. possible because it's 100%. such a brilliant league, such a brilliant league. Yeah. And, totally and what's agree. the point being in a league? What's the point being in a league where you? Where you, the very best you can hope for is seventh or eighth. I'd much yeah. rather just be in a league where we mm. compete with everyone. And, it's all about clout yeah, in the Premier League, isn't it? Really, I think yeah. it's not not yeah, the purest exactly. football so, like the Championship used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah good old it, days. No, exactly, Ex- yeah, exactly. It's nostalgia. The, the Championship, I think, is the best league in the world. I, I, yeah. I genuinely think that it's the the most competitive league, but still has mm. a high level of football, high and, standard yeah, of football. 100%. In, Twenty maybe twenty teams have got a chance of winning the yeah. league at the start. Yeah, of the anyone could beat anyone. Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. no. So well, you look at Barnsley now. It's where I start going. <laughs> Barnsley now they're yeah. they're right up there. They're pushing it. They're pushing it for promotion. Yeah. You would not have put that on. I think they, won, like, they only just survived six last games year. in a row. I think. Yeah, yeah they've only they just survived like last year. Row, and now Mad. they're pushing promotion. Madness. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Literally on everything you just said, yeah. with the whole relegation thing. It's exactly the same stuff as I keep saying. But people think, oh no, Ryan, mm. Ryan, what are you on about? You know, if we get relegated, it'll be detrimental, mate. I, I just mean as a fan. Like as a fan, the the best yeah. memories come from there. That come from that league. And like growing up, all I knew was the championship, really, because that's my era. That's when I was. That's mm. when I was a kid, mm. and it's just the best memories isn't it you go into those games and i don't know why for some reason we we prefer watching the championship and lower as opposed because, to like yeah, it's fans. we're doing so well ryan that's why because we win, yeah. winning most weeks whereas in the premier league we're like fuck's sake we've lost again or well, no, not, I mean more like winner, just, a loser sorry i just mean like the the man united fans just want to watch ronaldo play and stuff like that when they, when they're younger yeah as opposed to me just want to watch league one and championship football but <laughs> that's just how it is I suppose. <laughs> yeah. my favorite away day was uh league one gus poet's first game i think we went to southampton we beat him three one yeah. i was literally i was in year eight oh, so i was one. about 13 and like six of my mates we got huh. the train really early 
and then yeah went up to the went up spent the day like running around southampton's mall like causing havoc because obviously <laughs> we couldn't drink <laughs> and then we finally <laughs> made it to the game one three one unbelievable and then we were on the bbc afterwards like really small doing a little yeah, interview on that just that's all those memories is brilliant yeah, yeah. and then the train journey no. home was, yeah what, what an away day that was yeah. That's it, and, and it helps that all the games, or the vast majority of the games, are played at three o'clock on a Saturday as well. I've got, yeah. Yeah. I've got no interest at four o'clock in the afternoon going to watch football. Or the seven um, o'clock on a Sunday, Sunday night. That is, yeah, that is yeah. the worst. That should not yeah, be a fixture. My mum was fuming <laughs> last night because my, my family are Man United fans, so they were watching the Man United game on Mother's Day, so she was livid. <laughs> <laughs> she weren't having it. Um, she weren't but having no, it. So just to summarise, yeah, I, I think it was quite a very tight game. Um, you know, one of those that could have gone either way. I just felt like, yeah, we, we edged it. We, we scored a fantastic, fantastic second goal as well. I don't know if you if you echo those thoughts, Stu, right. from a Southampton perspective. Yeah, no, no, no I think... Um, I, I think you edged it. I think we, we obviously had the possession. Um, we just didn't have the killer instinct, and and and, and Hassan who didn't couldn't really do anything to change. Um, I mean, bringing Nathan Redmond on is is well, he might as well just take he might, might as well just take Minamino off and just leave him off and not bother bringing. <laughs> oh, really? Um, See, I was worried about Nathan Redmond coming on. He always tears us apart. He used to do it for Norwich yeah, and Birmingham, really and I was thinking, oh god, but then just didn't do anything. He, he's he's a strange one, yeah. Yeah, he's a strange one. As fans, we're not. Um, I think the majority of Saints fans don't really understand why he's um, why he's still in and around the first. He's 11. a B-Tech Theo um, Walcott, really, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's it. We do again um, when we signed Theo Walcott. A lot of Saints fans were like, "Oh, why are we signing him for?" But it made complete sense. Um, he's a he, he grew up with the Southampton Academy. It is a homecoming for him, and a, a player like him you'll get an extra five ten percent out of him just because he's genuine he's back where he yeah. came from um yeah. but his just his brain and his experience in the dressing room and everything it's 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 mm. gonna help yeah. um but sure. yeah i didn't understand why we didn't take minamino off he's uh why we took minamino off should i say i think he's his pace causes problems and i think yeah, he's got some class about him. him yeah yeah but no yeah no grum- no grumbles from me I was going to say one talking point I think we've missed is the VAR the late I think it was like the penalty shout was it Kyle Walker Peters or who did yeah. Joel Veltman really bring no, that I think that was Kyle Walker yeah. that was never a pen yeah, no. what were your yeah that was never a pen yeah. what were your thoughts on yeah, that? No, that, was, that that was never a penalty that's another thing I could talk to you for, I could do a whole podcast on how shit I think VAR is um, <laughs> I, I, oh I mate just don't, I just don't sounds like I agree with everything you say I think <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I mean it's yeah it's just it's ruining the game. I, I, I still remember I 1987, I think it is, the Rumbelows Cup quarter-final, quarter Roger Milford um, playing extra time. And I still blame him to this day, and I still hate him for it. Um, <laughs> playing extra time, that Oldham got an equaliser, and ultimately we got knocked out of the quarter-finals of the, I think it was Rumbelows Cup. Is that like the um, Johnson's Pay Trophy? That's now called the Papa Johnson's No, it's the League Cup. The League oh, the Cup. League oh, League Cup. Cup. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm still pissed off about it now, but that's football, right? Let <laughs> yeah. the refs make mistakes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and then blame it on the refs. And and but but now you got refs behind a computer that are getting stuff wrong. Yeah, and then especially they, that the one Kai Walker on Peters in the reverse fixtures, yeah. G, when uh, Kai Walker Peters was brought down by Solly March when you beat us at home. What were your thoughts on that one? That was oh, yeah. out of the box. I can't give... remember it, so I can't give any feedback on that. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I did not see I was there. I was, I was, I was, I was literally right memory. above it. 
I was right above it and I saw it with my own eyes and I just said that is not a penalty because it was outside the box and I was like and then it came on the screen didn't it and all the players were pointing at the referee saying look it came on the screen we looked up on the screen I could still see it wasn't outside the box so we're not in the box and everyone was like oh no yeah yeah, that's not going to be given it was given I was like what (laughs) how on earth can that be given (laughs) (laughs) I haven't liked Peter Banks since this day Peter Banks we scored two goals um Earlier in the season, we scored two goals in two games that were given offside by VAR down to the collar, where the collar is yeah, on the so on, on the end oh, of yeah, the sleeve, yeah. and it's like, are we really that's talking amazing. about that now? Why don't? <laughs> why is it offside? Not literally your feet. Draw yeah, a line along your feet. It's, that's what it's it should piece be. They're testing yeah. a. Um, I think it's called the Wenger Daylight Rule for some reason, and it's, they're testing it in the Chinese Super League Two, and it's about um, just giving this, the attacker the benefit of the doubt. So they're testing it out next season. This daylight but why, thing. So the thing yeah, is that I, I don't understand is right. There's so many rule changes. There's so many tweaks and changes. We've changed the game so much that literally no one understands what's going on anymore. And this is exactly mm, the, the rant yeah. I had not too long ago. We just we keep changing all the stuff and making all these rules up. And it's exactly what Kevin De Bruyne said in his interview. And he said that you know for 13 years he played there was only like there was literally no changes and it was the, the beautiful game. Mm. He said in the last two yeah. years there's been like 15 rule changes. He doesn't understand what's going on. And yeah, yeah well, it's offside. It's, it's on your feet. That's how it's always been. That's how offside's always been. In the last two years, it's now your fingernails. It's yeah, how long your hair is. You might need a haircut at the weekend because otherwise you won't get offside. But like, it's, it's, the thing is, we joke. It's true. It's true. So I go, I go and watch um, when when Saints aren't at home. I go and watch Eastley um, in the conference or on the National League, like it's called now. And do you know what? I think I celebrate harder when Eastley score than I do when Saints yeah. score because you know it's, you know it's going to be a goal. Because you're like, is it goal? Is it VAR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, can't yeah. properly get into it because you don't look like a yeah. dick and go, oh, yeah. no, that's <laughs> yeah. not a goal. Very but true. at least we're watching National League when Eastley score. I know that there's no VAR. Yeah. It's a goal. Because yeah. that's the thing. You know, um, they were moaning about, I don't know if you saw it last night with the Rabona, you know, Lamella's Rabona goal. Uh, they were basically they're having a go yeah. at Martin Tyler for not um, not like commentating properly. And uh, apparently Martin Tyler sort of said one of the one of the reasons, like one of the reasons behind it is that because you, you never know now with the AIs, like if you then go mad really? about a goal and it gets yeah. ruled out, yeah, and it gets ruled out. Obviously, you know, what's the point of going mad about something, especially on live on air? Because you get you look like a bit Surely of a mug if you just go like, mad game. for a goal. How people yeah, think yeah, that's yeah, not def- killing the yeah. game? I don't, I don't understand. People who say, "Oh, they're pro VAR," yeah. how? What, what's there to be pro VAR about? I, I have not got a single good reason yeah. to have it. There's no good reason to have See, it, in my opinion. I'll never be changing my mind on that. I'll yeah. never change my mind because I don't get it. It's a tough one. Yeah, for, for me personally, I think VAR is a great technology. It's just not being used. Like, so the efficient, the standard of officiating is awful. So the people using it, it's like you know, it's like trying to drink, um, have a, have a soup with a, with a fork. You know, it's just never going to happen because the person using it is a fucking idiot. So the fact that VAR is a great piece of technology, it's just being used in the wrong way, and the people using it, like like you said, you know, the person looking at it is like it's not calling the decisions I right. So it's know, not VAR because... as a technology. It's just the people <laughs> well, using like, it. Just it's, idiots. Like, it's like Foden. Um... Foden got brought down in our game in midweek. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. it was about was blatant fouls oh, you'll yeah. ever see. And yeah, it, that was awful. It, I mean, if, if anything, Foden was being too honest and kind of tried to, tried yeah, to stay up. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But so teaching players the, to cheat. The, the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a blatant foul, but yeah, it went mm. to VAR, checked it, and they're like, no, it's fine. And, and <laughs> yeah. you think, what, what is the point if, if, if you... What what is the point in it being there if you yeah. if you're not going to pick that stuff up? But mm. but yeah, I mean to me, football is is 
let refs make mistakes and let us moan and whinge about them. And yeah, <laughs> um, you don't yeah, need leave a it down to human error. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we'll all go to the pub and go, oh, Mike Dean's a prick. Um, and we'll get over it, maybe. Apart yeah. from Roger Milford in 87, I'm still pissed off at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm but with you, though. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Totally with yeah. you. Because yeah. the thing is, as, well, as I said, like with, with being against him, as to, to counteract what you were saying, like, yeah, yeah. you say it's, it's, it's for, for a good thing, like it's a good technology, but like, as, you, as we said about celebrating a goal, we can't celebrate a goal. And this goes back to the, when it first got introduced in 2019-20 season and when fans were there. We were all there. And you can't celebrate. We don't, we don't, I don't know if we can celebrate. You know, the goal goes in and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, but what if it gets given offside? What if it's what if he's fouled someone in the build-up? And then, like, I just, to me, that's not football. That's not what football should be. That's not what yeah. it is. You should be able to celebrate as soon as that ball hits the back of the net. Look over that linesman. If yeah. that linesman's got his flag up, then fair enough, it's not a goal. But you know, now but, we're but, taught that the linesman's Mike... got to keep his flag down until till the plays ended, which mm. I don't understand either. Oh, yeah, so... Don't get me started on that one. But but, yeah, but then my so counteract just, just 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 my counteract on that is then, for example, let's say in a game, let's say Brighton, right? We got it's the ninety first minute in a cup final. Let's say we're playing Southampton and one of their players hacks us down in the box, but the referee doesn't give it, but then VAR does. We've then you know won a cup final because of VAR, and like for me, it's those big decisions where it can ultimately cost cost you a game, and then. VAR helps you, do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. There's, yeah. there's a lot. We, well, we, 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 we would have probably won the League Cup against United if VAR was in place that season. Because yeah. um, mm. we, scored, we, we scored a second house. He was, it was um, uh, off, off, onside and called offside or, or whatever. Mm. But I still won't change my mind. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd much okay. rather lose a game to bad yeah. refereeing than a computer yeah, because you can't, um, yeah. Yeah, you can't look at it and go, oh, do you know what? I, I, I like VAR. Um, but only in certain situations. I, I think you kind of be all in. You or, have to, yeah, yeah. Be, be be all in or all out. And I'd just much rather, yeah, I'd much rather let refs make decisions. All I can kind of describe it to is it, both referees and, and linesmen now don't have to make decisions because yeah. their asses are covered. Um, There's essentially like no the point in having a line, really. Well, fair. yeah, you, you used to get a weather forecast and they'll tell you if it's going to rain, snow, sunny and that. And now it's a fucking 10% chance of rain. Why? Because <laughs> they're not wrong then, are they? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they can't commit now to whether it's going to fucking rain or yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's pretty much what VAR is. It's, it's yeah. just... <laughs> No, that's a very good, that's a very good analogy, to be fair. But let, let's draw let's draw a line on it, because yeah, because we could we could go on about this for for hours yeah. and hours. Um, so let, no. let's draw a line under that. Um, so so just well, we, was one question we wanted to ask you, uh, Stu, uh, was yeah. actually someone someone on Twitter actually asked for your combined eleven uh, for Saints and Brighton. So yeah, based on this year's squads, uh, what would you be your your combined eleven? This 11s? year's squad. Yeah. Luckily, on my other screen, I've put both teams up there just so Ooh. I don't. Catch round. I don't actually know any Brighton. Yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if he says Johan Bash. That's a talent for him. And there is a. Do you know what? I feel as though Dunk should be in there just because. Oh, I good think opinion. We've been speculated with Dunk for ever since he been a footballer. Oh, yeah. we're, we're trying to sign him. We're trying. We never did sign him, but no. um, I think we've been speculating with him. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? I'll just have the Brighton team at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> With Danny Ings up front. With Danny Ings yeah. up well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 no, no, I think from from the Saints team, I think Walker-Peters um, has been brilliant this season. Um, yeah, Walker-Prowse, obviously. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely don't think that there's um, 
a better set piece taker um, yeah. no, in our generation. I've, I said I've it before. I think he's the closest thing to David Beckham I've seen. Yeah, since David Beckham. Sorry, his, his yeah, set pieces yeah. are unreal. Yeah. I mean, he's scored. He's scored four um, this uh, four free kicks this season. Yeah, um, five including one in the cup, um, mm. and all of them have been been worldies as well. Um, mm. And um, Vestergaard, before he before his injury, he was looking world class. He was he was more influential for us um, before before he got his injury. He's not been so good since he came back than than probably Van Dyke was for us. Um, for for a run of about ten games, he was pinging 40, 50 yard balls around everywhere, running out of defence, scoring. He puts Dan Bird to shame. He scored, he scored, he scored against us. Six foot seven should play. Yeah, he scored against yeah. us in the home uh, when when you beat us earlier in the season. Yeah. He's a, I'm he's pretty sure. Yeah, I scored. like him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, so apart, I mean, to be fair, Forster is 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 doing all right since he come back. Um, it's good to see him back. Uh, but apart from that, do you know what I'm struggling? I hate to say that I'd put I'd put Alan um, put Lalana in our team, but I, only for yeah. the sake of this question, I want him yep. to know he's not welcome <laughs> at Southampton ever. <laughs> not even to pop back and see family. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he can literally go past them on the M27, and he can wave to them from Roundham Service Station on the M27 on his own. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you heard it here. You heard it first, in Lalana. If you're listening, mate. Don't ever, don't ever go back to Southampton. Doesn't need to. Don't stay here as long as he wants. He's in the right part <laughs> yeah, of South. Coast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome here, mate. Um, so, so who are you deciding on then, Stu? You're going for just what three Saints players? Is that right? Um, oh, do you know what? Um, <laughs> I don't no, think I, do you know what? I'm really struggling. I really, I really hate. So, no, do you know what? Benderick, Benderick and Vestergaard are all right, but obviously you got White, so yeah. he's going to get in ahead of and Webster Benderick. too. Yeah, Webster. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. injured. Yeah. Webster's class. Yeah, and then I, I don't know what up front. Yeah, obviously Ings is going to be in there, and we haven't yeah. really got much else. <laughs> no <Norway. laughs> Yeah, no way, mate. Is don't worry Gineco about it. Is that any good for you, <laughs> Stuart? Is that yeah, Gineco Gineco any good? Do you know I've heard he's quite good. Gineppo is Gineppo on his day is he's the same as Buffal um, used oh, to be for us, almost a carbon copy in terms of. He will have games where he is absolutely world class, mm. and you think that this guy can play anywhere. And then mm. he'll have three or four games where you're like, mm, not, not really sure. <laughs> um, Basically, he works yeah. really hard. I, I actually think he'd make a decent wing back because he yeah. runs and runs and runs, and he really gets stuck in mm. um, as well. He's not afraid to tackle, which which is which is unusual for his type of player—a a pacey, skillful, attacking-minded player. But when when the chips are down, he he does get stuck in as well. Yeah. Um, so if we were playing with a five a five man defence, three centre backs and two wing backs, I actually think he'd be be all right in that position. Mm. Um, you see a lot of so those yeah, now. He, a lot of wingers are converting to wing backs. I mean, all over football. Not mm. only with us, like with March has done it, and he's done a good job until yeah. he got injured. But you look at even the likes of Davis, he's gone into a left wing back, etc. So yeah, I think that's that's actually not a bad mm. shout. Like it's happening a lot um, with with wing backs now. Mm. Yeah. Who's it? Christian Pulisic is playing right wing back for Chelsea as well recently. Yeah. Which is quite... Yeah, Callum right. Hodgson-Odoi. Yeah. It's, a, it's I think a modern day position now, isn't it? Yeah, Hodgson-Odoi yeah. as well. Mm. So, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, All right. So, that's your combine 11. So, I think yeah. we touched yeah. on James Ward-Prowse. Uh, do you reckon he yes. has any chances to get in the England squad at all? Well, yeah, do you reckon he'll be on the play? Do you know what? I think you've got to, you've, you've got to have him in the squad. Um, just his set-piece delivery... Um, 
Well, he, yeah, yeah. I, I, he he does a lot of work off the. Um, he d- does a lot of work with the ball. I think he covers more miles than pretty much any other Saints player. I think last season he covered more miles as well. Um, he's toughened up over the last couple of years. I think his weak point was he was a bit lightweight and get kicked off the ball easy. Um, so he offers more than his set pieces. Um, but because of his set pieces and because he can spray the ball around, he's he's. He's somebody who's good to come on for an England team when you just need to keep lumping the ball yeah. up if you're 1-0 down with 10 minutes to go. I don't think the he's the first 11-player. Yeah, the um, thing is with England now, we're so stacked in that position. We've got so many good players. I was going to say, Madison, yeah, that's Mal, the thing. Grealish, so I don't know, many. I'd say Paul yeah, more of a deeper role than really. Phillips. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, We've got true, Rice true. and Jordan Henderson. I, don't, I wouldn't play Paul Prowse that, that advanced as you would. No, Phillips, no. But no, it's an interesting one. Obviously, yeah, he's he's quality. We all know, like, he's set pieces. For me, his set pieces are just so deadly. And, like, just like you said, just knowing that he can come off the bench, like you said, Stu, like, to be able to provide that, I think that might strike a few, like, teams. Like, they'll be fearful of that, maybe. So, it could have that impact off the bench. You know what, actually? You say that his set pieces are deadly. You know that one yesterday where I was literally, like, really scared when it was right on the edge of the box and I was thinking this is going to be a goal. Oh, we had yeah. nine players in that wall. Nine players, I think it was in that wall. Yeah, we did it. And nine. literally, yeah. you had about three or four strikers around there waiting for the... If you if he just passed it right, there was literally... It was just him and Santos. <laughs> yeah. that, that was it. Yeah. All he had to do was well, pass yeah, it to him and he had a goal. I was too busy shouting in my screen getting, I can't remember which one of your players off. I, I don't know where this fucking fad's come from about lying oh, down behind the lying wall. Lying down on the ground, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where this all started from, but uh, uh, football's like 135 years old or whatever, and all of a sudden they've just realised, oh, I've got an idea. Get we one person lying his ass down behind the wall, <laughs> and it's always Trossard for us as well. It's, it's yeah, it's it it. a good shout actually. Trossard seems to be the one that always gets a short straw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but where did it come from? Where, where, in 135 years of football. How has this all of a sudden become a thing? Ronaldinho was the first person I saw score from a court, uh, from a free kick going underneath the wall. So I blame Ronaldinho. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There's your answer, Stu. It's, it's Ronaldinho. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah, blame, blame him. Blame him. Um, so, um, yeah, so going on then, um, just, just a bit more about you, if you don't mind, Stu. Because uh, yeah. obviously, um, with regards to your yeah your career and like what you're doing with Upload and stuff like that, um, just the first question, I suppose, um, is, yeah, how, how, how did that all come about? Obviously, you started Upload, and what made you go, da- go down that route? Um, so my background, I was head of sales for um, an events company um, that run uh, something called the Insomnia Gaming Festival. Um, which is basically, um, well, it is what it says on the tin. It's it, it's all about video games, gaming festival. I don't actually, I'm not a gamer myself, um, mm. but I think that's why I kind of made a good salesperson because I didn't get wrapped up in the in, in the games. Yeah. But basically, it was a um, a convention where twenty thousand people come over the weekend, um, try all the unreleased video games. There was a LAN party, which is basically two thousand people take their PCs to the event and sit down and plug it all in and play mm. Call of Duty. Um, against each Sounds other. Unreal. Um, yeah. Sorry, up, Stu. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It wasn't really my thing, but actually, funny enough, yeah, and that's the reason that they grew to hate me. All these people because um, I was in charge of the selling the exhibition space, um, the sponsorship, etc. And then we got the idea of bringing YouTubers to the event. So we'd get the YouTubers to go on their channel, and say, "Hey, we're going to Insomnia Gaming Festival. Come and meet us, etc." Um, and from that, um, 
Uh, we got the side men there, Joe Weller, Cal Freezy. I used to watch um, their vlogs. They'll be like vlogging it, Insomnia. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of I was yeah. literally massive fanboy of all of those <laughs> yeah. videos. watching yeah, all so, of those so, videos. <laughs> so, so I got to know them all quite well, and uh, all of the the company that I work for, they're all really kind of hardcore gamers that that, that lived and died video games. And, and to mm. be honest, I didn't give a shit about the video games. I was just there yeah. to have a good time. Have a good time, and, yeah. And, and get paid yeah where's the bar (laughs) so i saw these youtubers bringing like ten thousand extra people to the event which meant i could sell the exhibition space for more and stuff um Mm. so but nobody gave a shit about them nobody was like making sure they're okay so i ended up almost like their their servant for the weekend i was running getting them pissed in the in the bar after after the day and stuff and just built up a relationship with side men and others and then and then one day we were at E3, which is a convention in LA, and I was um, at, at a bar with um, Zerka and Mini Minter from the Sidemen, and they said, oh, we really need someone to help us. Um, and with that, I just uh, I said, okay, I'll do it, and uh, quit my job and, mm-hmm. and formed Upload. We started from day right. one looking after the Sidemen wow. as a business management team for the Sidemen. Um, this was six years ago now. Um, and from them, we've kind of built the company to look after the vast majority of kind of male audience, YouTubers, lifestyle, gaming, sports, etc. Crazy. That's mad. That's yeah. Mad. No, how long did it take you to come up with that name? Sorry, how long did it take you to come up with the upload name? <laughs> pretty, pretty easy name. Yeah, right? well, to, be, to be fair, I was kind of sat there and um, I, 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 I assumed somebody would have taken the name and somebody didn't. So I was yeah. like, oh, that's brilliant. And then, uh, um, so yeah, that was quite an easy one. Um, just purely because I think luck of luck, luck of the draw, um, mm. nobody else had taken that name, but it was just catchy and kind of does what it says on the tin. We all upload, right? Yeah. That's what yeah, we'll yeah. be doing with this podcast after. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what it says on the tin. So then from yeah. Uh, yeah, LA yeah. with with Zerka and uh, Minimin, so then you kind of, I think you, there was a couple of events you've done, upload events where they're kind of YouTube and meet and greet yeah. stuff. And then yeah, obviously yeah. from so that, I'm like, yeah, go on, shoot for that. Yeah, yeah, no, so we did, yeah, we did the um, upload events, um, which were effectively, I can say it now because uh, because I'm way past my anti-competes and stuff. Basically, we were ripping off Insomnia Gaming Festival and just taking the mm. taking the bits that we thought worked um, mm. well and even the bits that we didn't like, which was basically just meet and greets and, and just a chance to see the YouTubers on stage and kind of bring them to life. We did that for a couple of years. That was a separate company that myself and five of the sidemen owned together um, called Upload Events. Um, I'm, I'm not very original with the names. Everything is <laughs> the Upload, yeah, the upload Umbrella. Yeah, yeah. I've even got a shop in Romsey that does workwear and printing and embroidery, and it's called Upload Printing. It's got nothing <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> Just stick it on everything, Stu. Just put, whack yeah, it on yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. And from the, exactly. from the YouTube don't, don't meeting group. Broke, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And then from the meet and greet, she then yeah. somehow stumbled into uh, a massive YouTuber boxing fight between Joe Weller and KSI. Yeah. Apparently in Albert yeah. Square, I've got down in my notes. How did that come about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it did cool come up. Well, we did the Sidemen FC games first. That was kind of the the, the, the next step after upload yeah. where we did the charity football matches. Uh, we did one at St. Mary's, which was at St. Mary's just because that was a condition. Yeah, what- the first <laughs> yeah yeah that was, that was in the contract yeah 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 no they were like we want to do a charity football match I was like okay only if it's at St Mary's luckily <laughs> <laughs> they went for that so that was the reason it was it was there rather than and then we went to Charlton and did two two games there 
Mm. Um, and then, um, yeah, yeah, kind of round the side men house when they're all living together. And Joe Weller had posted something, and, and KSO um, was uh, JJ was chatting to me and said, "Oh, I'd love to knock him out." I was like, "Oh, let's do it." <laughs> like, Can you do a box the bed? That's unreal. Um, it, it, I could do anything. It kind of, kind of literally come from that, and of course, I'd never done a boxing event before, so we just kind of winged it and um, went to the Copper Box Arena and, and yep. asked to see their floor plan. Say, have you got any example floor plans of um, of the boxing events that you do? And they showed us match rooms. The one. Olympics, we wasn't like, it? Yeah, yeah. hosted the Olympics there as well. The boxing fights there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so from AJ to obviously... KSI Joe Weller. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going up in the world. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, it did all have to start at Albert Square. Um, yeah, so well, I actually <laughs> The EastEnders set. That come about? Yeah, for everyone, that, the set, listeners yeah. that don't know, yeah, that's the EastEnders set. Why, why yeah, that location? So, um, so basically, after I told JJ that I had all this experience in running boxing events, obviously I didn't. I was <laughs> but yeah. I was running around going, I better find someone who knows what they're talking about here. And um, really weirdly, Spencer Oliver, who's a, a Sky pundit and a prof- former professional boxer, and um, and Jake Wood, who's Max Brannan off EastEnders, yeah. um, were running a celebrity boxing event, which is what? basically Towie people and stuff just in a, right. in, in, a, in a hall and they'd sell tables, kind of all low-key stuff. Um, so I approached them and said, look, can you give us a hand? Because I, I need to understand what licenses we need and what contracts and mm. disclaimers, insurance and stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, we met at Albert Square and kind of sat down in the Vic and, and they told <laughs> that us about what they were That's cool. And, and, and from that, yeah, they put us in touch with the people that supply the rings and do the branding and stuff like that. And we, we basically just found out who Matchroom and, 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 who Matchroom and uh, Frank Warren use and just yeah. copied everything, basically. I mean, and yeah, what fair, a success fair it was a massive <laughs> yeah, success. Yeah. yeah, credit to you. Yeah, you know, so so I got away with, with with telling JJ that I that I'd run boxing events before just because we <laughs> went and found people that did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't get any better than Eddie Hearn and uh, yeah, Frank Warren. They're like the well, Frank Warren's the OG in the game, and obviously Eddie yeah. Hearn and and his dad are yeah, equally so. So you can't. Although, really yeah, although, Hearn. Eddie, Eddie yeah. slagged off the um, Eddie slagged off the event many, many, many times. Oh, really? Um, until, until, he saw, until he saw the numbers. Yeah, the I was going to say. Yeah, I remember that. For yeah. KSI v Joe Weller, Eddie Hearn had an event at the O2 Arena on the same night, and I think mm. it was um, Chamberlain Acoli, I think. And um, oh, yeah. they had about four or five thousand people there max. Nobody was watching it on Sky, and in the meantime, we'd sold out the Copper Box. In, in in less than a day and had yeah. two million people watching. Yeah, so it's crazy. crazy the power of YouTube and social media though, isn't it? Like mm. it is actually mad the amount of power that it holds. I mean, yeah. even I mentioned it on the thing the other day about Spencer Owen and how he's managed to create a football club being a YouTuber. It's just like mm. people wouldn't have even believed this the amount of stuff you can do. And obviously with the boxing, fighting, it's yeah. just actually it's mad still underestimated. The of numbers as well. it pulls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And actually, that leads on with Logan Paul, the Logan Paul fight. But I've heard Logan Paul's blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> how's that? How's oh, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Logan, Logan Paul's blocked me. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think we're, um, I don't think we'll ever be best mates. I don't actually mind Logan that much. It's, it's Jake. I can't Jay, really. stand Jake. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah Jake. Yeah, yeah he, Logan is actually all right. He, he he's okay, and we've we've had a bit of back and forth. Um, 
we were going to work together or with his management team building an event up and um, they ended up trying to do it themselves and, and come up with this ridiculous concept where they were going to do um, athletics events. Was that, the that was a challenge? Yeah, yeah. Oh, challenge challenger games. games. Yeah. 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 Wow, yeah. what a flop oh, that yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. That was so bad. I remember that. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, so... Um, so so yeah 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 me and Logan don't go on too well. <laughs> or, or it's, or it's yeah, what happened? What happened with it then? What happened? Um, do you know what? I can't actually remember why he blocked me, but I, I know that I ended up on. He was talking about me on a podcast and calling me a garbage can man, and oh, God knows what. Bloody <laughs> um, yeah! I think I just I, I just kept calling him out because yeah, um, he was saying he was posting videos saying he's got holes in his brain and stuff like that. It's like well. You're not going to be able to fight. A, you're not going to be able to get a pro yeah. license with a hole in your brain. Mm. Yeah, you're just basically calling out his bullshit every other. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I think tweet. I think it was a tweet he did as well, where I think he called him out on another. Where he tweeted about uh, knife crime in London. I think it was or something similar. It was where he was saying that if he goes to London, he'll yeah. get uh, acid attacks and stabbed basically. And you basically just called him out like, "Don't do that." <laughs> and he blocked <laughs> yeah, you yeah. On, on the result of it. Yeah, no, it's probably loads of people blocked me. Um, Piers Morgan <laughs> blocked me. It's a growing list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like antagonising people a bit on Twitter. Um, yeah, Piers Morgan was the latest one to Snap. block me. Oh, and he can't um, take his own. Yeah, he can't take his own medicine though, can he? And we've learned that recently. Yeah, walking can't. off, saw that walking the other day. Live affair. Yeah, yeah. Water mug. Yeah, exactly. so embarrassing. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, with with Logan or, or with Jake, should I say? I, I'm hoping that Jake hasn't got a clause in his contract for his next fight. Because if he hasn't, he'll get knocked out. But something tells me that he's probably negotiated a win clause into his into his contract. Yeah. It's going to be an exhibition match. Well, yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, go on. No, no, yeah, I was, I was just going to say, actually, like, funny enough, we're going to ask you about Jake Paul. Obviously, he's fighting uh, Ben Askren, which is, a, well, you know, arguably, uh, well, he, he definitely his best matchups today because he's fought a basketball uh, basketball player and a YouTuber. <laughs> so, I mean, he's not really yeah. got a resume. Um, so, Ben Askren is definitely by far the, the best he's fighting. But what, how do you see that fight going? And do you want to see him get absolutely laid out? Um, to be honest, I'll be fast asleep. I've got no interest in watching it. I'll, I'll just hope when I wake, I just hope when I wake up that I just get there's just memes of him lying on the deck. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think that it's um, or that I would question. I'll have to be careful with my wording here because because I'll have their lawyers on me. But I would question what's in the contract, and I would allege that there's probably something in there. That says that Ben Askren's going to lose. Really? That's what you think? <laughs> I, I would say that he's probably taken a uh, taken a bit of a wage to, yeah. to to not win. I hope I'm wrong because if I am wrong and that's not in the contract, I think Jake will get knocked out. But I kind of as well don't want Jake to get knocked out because I would like him to fight Tommy Fury because Tommy mm, Fury would yeah. knock him out. Yeah, yeah, that would be class. Um, yeah, he, he, he needs to he needs to fight a proper boxer. Yeah. Um, because what about, two seconds what about JJ? Are we do you reckon we'll ever see him fight and maybe back in England? Because that's the one that all the fans are looking for, KSI versus mm -hmm. Jake. Do you know what? JJ wants it and, and, and I think if it happens it'll be next year. Um personally I think that JJ's I, I think the ship has sailed. And 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 that's what I'd, I'd say to JJ as well. And mm. just on personal opinion, I think the ship sailed on the YouTube box and I think that yeah. Logan and Jake have taken it somewhere, certainly where I never wanted it to go in terms of all these Mickey Mouse fight Floyd Mayweather <laughs> fight yeah, yeah. Ben Askren fight random NBA people. 
Um, when we were doing it in the UK, it was just about a white collar dust up. There was no yeah. rules or anything. They they had to put head guards on because that's the law for white collar. But it was just getting the ring and fight, and 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 every fight was was genuine and people going at it, and whoever won won. Um, not this kind of exhibition style boxing, and that's not what it is. It's not WWE. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a massive boxing fan, so for me it was all about respecting boxing and respecting yeah. boxers. Um, I'm friends with a lot of pro boxers. Um, and yeah, I think they've probably they, they've taken it somewhere other. In fair play to them, they'll they'll make a they'll make a good amount of cash out of it. But it's it doesn't sit right for me, which is which is why we're not really getting involved. Um, I yeah. see Deji's gonna fight again, and not I, really. I, I, think, I think boxing's gone now. Um, yeah. Myself, I think it's on to the next thing. I think there will be some some new events once COVID permitting. Everyone, yeah. What, what are your predictions? What's the next thing? I heard. I think I remember Bazinga talking about making a darts darts tournament or something like that, and people could go do you watch know what? the side and play darts. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd actually be sick. Yeah, it, it it can be absolutely anything. Um, I think it, as long as it's fresh, it's new, um, then people will watch it. I mm. think the boxing one now has been churned out, been churned out, and I think yeah, I think it's been Americanized now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Deji, I, I love Deji to bits. Um, but I, I, I can't see anyone being interested in seeing him fight. I, mm. I, I just. <laughs> nah. It, it's, I, I think yeah. people will catch no, up right. on Twitter. Um, yeah. And even if, he do, even if he does end up fighting someone like Anderson Kibb, again, I think that moment's gone. And yeah. It's, it, the, box, the YouTube boxing that we built is kind of. It's been bastardized a bit by the Paul Brothers yeah. and is kind of not much point going back now because it's been hmm. it, it, in my mind anyway it's been kind of the hype's been killed off of it yeah um yeah for sure and also you, you uh, uh, one bit i took out from what you said about um you know ben Askren potentially throwing it that's actually genuinely like that's been like a conspiracy theory i've had for a couple of months now where like i do feel some of these fights have been thrown and like i just look at some of the fights and think has how has he won like you know, do you know what i mean like he's not Okay, he's been training really hard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but can he really be like if he if he beats Ben Askren? I'm I'm wondering like, come on, has he actually taken a fall here or that kind of thing? Uh, I don't know how true that is. Have you have you experienced that in the past with fighters and stuff? Um, do you know what I, the, the 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 Paul brother the the Paul not not the Pauls themselves, but um, their management may have suggested to us at some point when we first started negotiations that the result should be dictated. Oh, um, there you go, it's an exclusive for you. Yes. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we, obviously, that was a straight off the bat no from us. Mm. Um, but when we were looking at a two or three fight deal, there was a, and it was just, I'd have to say this for legal reason. it was a passing comment. Um, mm. But they said, well, if the result goes the right way, there'll be a, a yeah, it will set up well for set a rematch. For yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff, and we're like, well, yeah, we're not doing that. It's a, it's a fight, and the winner wins. Um, and as it happened, it ended up a draw, which was, I was gonna the say. worst possible result. Yeah, because, yeah. because you need revenge or retribution storyline. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Draws no good. Um, so people going, oh, that's it's such a, a setup. It's a draw. That's that what. Yeah. It's like it yeah. was literally the worst result possible because mm. you didn't have that revenge or retribution. Mm. What you needed was one person put on the deck and get back up and go, I'm going to get you next time. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. The, like the, Fury the versus Wilder kind of thing where he, where he came off the deck and came back. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Draws will always look um, sketchy though, won't they? In boxing, it'll always just look like it's a money move. Whenever there's a draw, yeah, people yeah. always assume that it's a money move, not anything other. Yeah, but hmm. yeah. No, credit to you for dealing with the pools. I, I remember like when the first <laughs> or the second fight was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and even just Jake, yeah. their tactics are crazy. So Jake would have like a fake contract here put on his Instagram story of like a, a contract of a hundred pages saying, we've got the contract, we've signed it. And then we'll go back to JJ the next week. And he's like, there's literally no contract. Like we're waiting for you to sign it, if anything. Um, and it, I can't imagine yeah, I all their, I've, I've, all I've, their I've, fake I've, tactics are ridiculous. Oh yeah, no, that particular one, you, 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 I think you're talking about when um, Logan went into the Mayweather gym. And oh, that goes, here's, hell, a contract, yeah. here's a contract. The actual story on that, I was sat on the phone um, or, 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 or sat by the computer waiting for a Skype call with them um, to sign off the contract and to discuss the final terms of the contract. They missed that call because they were on a private jet flying to Vegas to record this video, show, waving a fake contract, going, hey, sign the contract. Um, so they actually bumped the meeting to get the contract signed mm. to go and make a video saying sign the contract. But yeah, I mean, From the outside, it looks so like... They, the UK team were trying to do serious business and the Americans are trying to make it like a, a, some yeah, sort of drama. Yeah, like a drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TV oh, yeah, show. no, everything was a drama. It was, like I, a soap I mean, opera. Those, what, they had Beverly Hills lawyers that they were speaking through and, and I, I, I don't know how the Bulls <laughs> get anything done with the management team that they've got. Manager um, Jeff. Just yeah, manager Jeff. It sounds awful. It sounds yeah. absolutely yeah. dreadful. Yeah, I, yeah. I like Jeff. He's, Jeff's a good lad, um, but yeah. He, yeah, he's not the most proactive and then but then the um, the rest of the team they got around them is uh, yeah yeah that's just proactive not being proactive is just another uh, way of you saying he's lazy isn't it Stu I see your game well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I got your number I got your number Stu I got your number um, and then um, yeah and then just qu- quickly we had a couple of questions as well um, from from Twitter and stuff um, so we had uh, well from Instagram as well so from Sal 1011 or whatever um, he asked is Zerka actually boring that was the first question <laughs> is he actually boring because he's got a persona online to be well you know he's considered the boring one out the, out the yeah. side then. is that true it's tagline isn't it no, I reckon no, he's the no, clever one yeah. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He, he's definitely the clever one. He's the brains. Um, yeah, um, he's the bright one. He actually owns um, a, a, a significant shareholding and upload agency as well. So we do business really um, together as well. Um, no, he's definitely not boring. He's one of the nicest guys that you meet in, in genuine. Yeah, um, seems it. And, and stuff, but but no, he's a good laugh. He is a good laugh. Nice, nice. <laughs> There's one here. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> this, this one's anonymous I think uh, but it says which yep. sideman is the most different off screen than on so who's who's the most different do you know what I am going to say JJ 100% I can really? see that I can, yeah. see, that. What, I can, quiet, I can see that as well quiet off, off camera um, do you know JJ's talent he's he, he his the, the way he is obviously he's really loud in your face he's not mm. been without controversy over the last uh, over the years but he is um, the most genuine and humble person when, when you're face-to-face yeah, with him. Yeah, I can believe it. He, he's quiet, yeah. he's polite, um, and he'll, he'll, he'll do anything for any of his friends. So, mm. so yeah. yeah, I would probably I say that. JJ. Yeah. He no, gives, I, a, he gives I mean, a lot of money that... to charity and stuff, doesn't he? Uh, I've seen a lot yeah, of stuff he... that he does for community work. Yeah. He always, he's always up for helping people out. And I think on that One Question Go series, it was just giving away money to people for literally nothing. And it just seems like that sort of guy uh yeah no that's that's exactly him he's he's like super generous 
I'm probably too generous and um, <laughs> and, and too generous and, and sees the good in everyone. But but yeah, he is a real down to earth, humble guy that's very loyal to the people around him as well. Yeah, and you love to hear that. To be fair, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it anyone that you've been work? Oh, go on, Ben. No, no, no. Shoot, you shoot, you shoot. Oh, go on. Uh, no, I was just going to say, um, we, we, when you, you talk about him being generous stuff, like, is there, has there been any cases where he's like, I, I was splashed out on you or any of the boys, like, just treated you for whatever it might be? Is he, is, do you mean by um, that kind of generous? Or Yeah, well, he, he, he'll always offer to pick up a, a restaurant bill and stuff. You, you see the, the yeah. boys, he's always treating them to stuff. He, he's um, he's taken all of his mates over to, I think I'm a bit too old to get the invite, although I'm, <laughs> I am still pretty cool. Um, but he, he's, he, he's taken it everyone on holiday before um, to yeah. IB for rented yachts out and flown everyone over there's mates wow. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, James. yeah, I, th- I think, I think that all goes kind of unnoticed because people look at the content and think, Oh, he's, yeah. he's just going to be loud and mad yeah. in real life as well. But actually um, in more ways than one, obviously um, through gifts and doing nice stuff and, and stuff, he's been super generous, but also the whole UK ecosystem it certainly in the space we're in revolves mm. around the success of KSI always. He's almost yeah. the Bitcoin of, of, of <laughs> Yeah. yeah. the Bitcoin's yeah. doing well, then the other the coins coin. end up benefiting from it. Yeah, I've yeah. got some It's Dodge mad coins. that um, <laughs> it's mad his um <laughs> it's mad his uh, impact on like he doesn't I don't think I don't even think he realises what he could do. He could literally change into someone like someone's life with a retweet. I don't just think he even realised yeah. he could do that, or or a quick yeah. shout out. He could just change someone's life, and it's mm. as simple as that. And it's that's yeah. that to me is just insane. You know, I've watched yeah. him since he was his, in, his influence yeah, is 2011. Crazy. Yeah, and now he's just like literal the goat of UK YouTube, and I think that's mm. as simple as that, really. Yeah, yeah, basically, what we're trying to say is, if Stu, if you can get us into the side men, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, where's our invites these yachts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we can just get a holiday out of it, a free holiday, Stu, that's all I'm asking for, mate. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go, go to my beef on his on his yeah. yacht. Yeah. Well, the last <laughs> thing we're asking. Away, I'm starting to rumour there that he's got a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a world exclusive. He's got a yacht. <laughs> yeah, see that in the sun tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Lastly, Stu, I think one thing we'll ask for you: Would you ever promote a seagull social boxing fight between Maz and Ryan? I think the audience will know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but... the audience oh have asked for it. God. The audience who... want me and Ryan to have a fight. Would yeah. you promote it? And who do you think would win as well? <laughs> oh, ben, that's not the that's not part of the question, but you <laughs> added that in there. Yeah, no, like, we, we've had, we've we've done events at the Amex before. Uh, we did oh, a yeah? side event there. Did a side really? um, VIP event. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. did you? Yeah. oh man, I didn't oh. even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a um, before we did the upload event. One of the first things that we did was have um, Sidemen VIP tours uh, where we sold 150 tickets and and fans just got to come and hang out with them for for like four hours, oh, right. do a Q and A, autographs and stuff like that. So yeah, I can think there's, there's a good little suite, and I'm not sure how big a numbers you'll be able to do. I'm not sure Manchester. <laughs> Oh, don't worry about numbers, mate. We'll sort that. come on. Shoot, come on. I've been contacted by Manscaped, Stu. That says it all. Manscaped. I've got 6,000 followers on Twitter now, Stu. I don't think you realise who you're speaking to. He's made the YouTube scene, Ryan has. Yeah. We've got 2K subs, mate. You don't know how big we are. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I tell you one, uh, one thing I've noticed is how red I am. Maybe it's the lighting or something, but I've had my COVID vaccine today, and, and you're blowing and up. I look a bit. Be going wings I'm, soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have. Maybe like, my, my face is clotting up. Like, it's like big feathers. <laughs> no, no, Stu, Stu, you look beautiful, mate. You look beautiful. Um, yeah, but yeah, on. just just going back to the fight, Stu. If you can make that happen, yeah. that'd be great. We'll take um, we'll take ten percent if that's all right. Ten ten percent. That's I'll take ten. I guess it's a pint, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole the revenue share of the ticket sales will probably be about thirty quid. So <laughs> I get three, I get three quid out of it. Unbelievable scenes. Um, and, and then, then who the do you think would question. win? Sorry, Stu. Who do you think oh, would yeah. win? Go on, Ben. Just between Maz and Ryan. Who's going to win? Yeah, who would win a little cheeky boxing fight? Oh, it's, it's, it's Ryan, isn't it? <laughs> oh my oh, god, god. I'm having that. Oh, I've got Stu. 10 years on him as Stu. well, so that's easy. Stu, for me, Stu, I liked you. <laughs> Stu, I liked you as well. I liked you, and then now it's all good. <laughs> it's, 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 the... oh. it's a quieter one to win, isn't it? Yeah, so. that is true. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, that's why Vic Star would beat Logan Paul, that's why, because he's the quiet one. Vic Star would. He's the true boxing <laughs> yeah, champion. Vic Star. <laughs> 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 that's how we'd bill it. I'd, 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 I'd play the Vic Star card and just be like the Asian guy who, who doesn't, it doesn't look like he's going to win, but I'll come out fighting and go for it. That's what I'm gonna do. I've got, I've got a mixed one. Asian gene, so um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the final it. one, um, final one, Stu, for you. Um, yeah. Just obviously, yeah, you, you announced on Twitter today actually uh, that you've yeah secured three million in uh, sponsorships. That all or branding is that? Is that um, yeah, we've we, we've we, we've done um, so far this year over three million pound worth of brand deals for our creators. Yeah, Man, incredible, wow, incredible. Um, and insane. so, yeah, what what are the next steps then? Obviously, that you're, you know you're expanding, you're growing. What's like what's like the dream for you guys at, at Uploaded? Like, what's the final goal if there is one? Um, to be honest, it, it not much different. We just want to make more money for creators in in, in kind of stay in our lane. Um, you see a lot of agencies; um, they'll try and kind of spread their wings. Um, spread their wings as far, as far as they can and kind of um, look after different types of YouTubers, all different types of audiences and stuff and try, try and have a bit of everything. We're very much mm. male audience YouTubers that we look after and just, um, yeah, just uh, just keep um, generating more revenue for our, for our creators. I think there'll be, there'll be another event or two that we're going to look to do. Um, we have a merchandise business as well. So we've got a warehouse in Southampton and, Printing and embroidery and stuff where we do all the merch for a whole host of people from um, uh, the, the Cal Freezy Crocs hoodies and and stuff right through to Katie Price merch that we're going to do on launch oh, soon. <laughs> oh, you got Katie Price you should, do, you should do a Crocs Pricey collab. We, yeah, we, that would fly we, we, off we, the We're working with Katie Price on a few things, yeah. Oh, I'm we, real. We, really? What yeah, signing yeah. that is? Brighton's 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 Yeah, Brighton's yeah, Brighton's yeah, finest. We, yeah, you still always see her driving through my village. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, in, a, in her pink, in her pink, um, in her big in her pink Range Rover. Yeah, pink Range Rover. Yeah. That's the always one. always around. Yeah, mm. not so much anymore. You know what? Genuinely, gen- genuinely, genuinely, um, she is such a nice woman as well. I've in heard terms that. Of really down to earth, mm. and, and there's no. I mean, she, she's out there to make money, right? And and to yeah. build her own empire, and doesn't give a shit what people think and stuff, but. She's very much on everyone's level, and she don't think she's better than anyone or anything like that. Um, really? she, she genuinely is a, a, a she generally is a cool person, and she knows mm. what she's doing, right? She knows that she can yeah. 
how to make money and, it, and it's always done welfare and then she goes and spends it all and has to make some more and, <laughs> I've got a really embarrassing um, story about meeting Katie Shane Price um, in, no not Shane Duffy no I was, I was probably about <laughs> That's got I was probably there. about 12 years old Shane. <laughs> this is going to be really embarrassing and I hate saying it but they, they were at this kind of like party in Shoreham and my parents were invited it was like a day thing for people brought their kids and I was one of the kids and Katie Price and Peter Andre were there and um, everyone was kind of like meeting them in the lounge. It was really weird. And then I went to the toilet upstairs and in the bathroom, they had like a headrest in the bath, but it was a, a pair of breasts, like inflatable breasts that the guy would rest his head on. So being a child, I thought this would be funny. Put it underneath my top and walked downstairs into the living room where she was and like started flaunting myself around her, pretending to be her. And it was just, so everyone, luckily everyone started laughing. And then my dad grabbed me by the shoulder and literally ripped me out. I was like, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> Yeah, Simon wasn't was, having any of it. Simon oh, was fuming. Man. Yeah, that's my story yeah. about Katie Price. But yeah. That's brilliant, to be fair. I mean, a very weird thing to have in her bathroom, but I mean, yeah, it is yeah. Katie Price after all, isn't it? So it doesn't really surprise me, <laughs> to be fair. Um, but no, I mean, look, um, yeah, it, it sounds incredible. And then, yeah, what was the, yeah, sorry, we, we sort of got you halfway. What, what's the final sort of goal for you guys? And I suppose, yeah, I know you've mentioned sort of staying in your lane and, and stuff like that, but yeah, do you ever want to venture to anything else and dabble in anything um, else too? I don't think so. I, th I think I think we'd do a few more events, um, maybe production events. We we worked with Foot Asylum last year doing a Big Brother style show called Locked In. Oh, that was oh yeah, yeah, um, that was sick. Watch that. Yeah. yeah. So stuff like that, um, in in kind of being involved in the the legacy of of YouTube and TV as they collide, kind of bridging them together. Because yeah, uh, I think people from TV are in for a shock because. Mm. A vast, vast majority of them are dinosaurs that don't get this world that we're in, um, mm -hmm. and and I think they've either got to get with it and embrace it, or they're going to find themselves in, in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, even only, even only last week, so we had a a sidemen video planned that was due to be filmed on Friday. I won't name, but it was for um, a well-known prime time game show. Let's say. Mm -hmm. And it was all sorted. We're all going to go up there on Friday and film it for a Cyber Sunday video. They were going to lend us a set. And I was like, do you know what? Finally, I think we've broke it now. And they actually understand that they need to, that we need to work together. TV and YouTube need to work together. Yeah. And we were going to film this Cyber Sunday video on this, on this game show set, um, all the musical, everything. So increase the quality even more so of the Cyber Sunday videos. And, mm. um, uh, whilst also giving a huge value to this game show. Mm. Um, and then literally the night before, one of the directors of ITV, there you go, I've narrowed it down a little bit more. Um, <laughs> the chase. Uh, yeah, the chase. I won't guess, I won't guess, I won't guess. Jump, jumped in and, He's pulled, in trouble in, now. and pulled, yeah, pulled, pulled the rug from underneath us and said, no, we're not doing wow. it now. Um, oh, literally the night before when we had flight, um, flights, we had trains booked, um, hotels booked, etc. And that's crazy. And, and what that would have been is some guy in a suit in his sixties, um, yeah. or, or woman. Sorry, make sure of that. <laughs> um, yeah, some guy or woman in in, his, in their sixties that hasn't got a clue about YouTube and is so defensive about YouTube um, and doesn't get it is is now just pissed off the side men. And, and now yeah. that that particular show is going to come to them one day asking for help, and it's going to be a, yeah. a big fat no. Yeah, the, thing, the thing that's mad for me is the fact Cyber Sundays, we know the views are incredible, like 10 million views plus every single Sunday. Um, and then you look at I'm a Celebrity and Strictly Come Dancing, they're kind of the similar figures to what they would get on their Saturday night show. So 
for which is just mental that a YouTube YouTube show will get the same amount as a national television show like Arm Celebrity and Strictly Come Dancing and stuff like that. It's it is, it's yeah. mind blowing, and obviously it's crazy that people can't pick that up there. Mm. So I think yeah yeah. So I think that's that for me in trying to fight and, and bridge that gap and, and get TV to understand because mm. a YouTuber version of I'm a Celebrity, for example. Um, oh, that would bang, yeah. It, it would be, yeah, if, that if would they just so used well. the same set, they could use it the week before or the week after, um, use the same crew cars, pretty, but they, the numbers would be more probably yeah. than mm. if they had the right people on there than it would be for the main show. Yeah. Um, so stuff If you like have KSI that, and that on there, it's instantly going to get massive numbers, isn't it? I mean, you, you yeah. think, not just him, but yeah. with all of those sort of big names, I mean, it's just, it's yeah, unimaginable I mean, numbers, really. We, we have people like um, SAS Who Dare Wins come, came, came to us looking for a, couple, a YouTuber to go on there. We uh, gave yeah. Them the, the Jack perfect... Maynard went on it, didn't he? Um, Jack, I think Jack went on it once, yeah. But yeah. Um, for this, the next upcoming series, we, we gave him a YouTuber um, who would have been absolutely perfect for it um, and would have got the whole community going. And they've, they've, they've gone with some random person... Um, from daytime TV that that's on a show that gets maybe a hundred thousand views and no one really knows who mm-hmm. they are. Why didn't you go for this particular YouTuber? If you look at Soccer Aid with when Chunks with Chunks and Philly, yeah, more social engagement about Chunks and Philly than there was everyone else put together. Yeah. Um, mm. Even but, Joe but Well had done that. Madness. Don't rock the boat, didn't he? As well, and I think that was the only reason why people probably watched that show because he was doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so. I guess that's one of the biggest projects for me in, in my mind is trying to lift the, get rid of the resistance from TV and get them to embrace YouTube because if they yeah, don't, they're that. just going to lose at the end of the day. Yeah, It's a weird oh, type of fame, isn't it? it? Because it's like such a, as I said, it's such an underrated fame that yeah. like mainstream people don't really get. And I think, I think as we said, like KSI is starting to break into it. I think he's made a few like mm. daytime television appearances now. Yeah, Gogglebox, and, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's one of them. Yeah, and he was on um, that morning show as well. Um, mm. ITV one, Lorraine or yeah. something. Oh, Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine, wasn't it? Yeah, she, yeah. he was on that as well. Um, so, yeah, like, it's such an underrated... It's a weird fame, isn't it? Because it's one that people wouldn't really think is like a, a big A-lister sort of fame, but the numbers are, like, yeah. so high that yeah. they are that level but it's you don't really appreciate it, yeah. it it's because it's, it's like when you're, you know when you're growing up people didn't obviously because youtube's only been around for what 10 15 years no one grew up like yeah. going oh i want to be a youtuber you know and like people don't these yeah like like Stu was saying these 60 year olds like, like all the careers they're thinking like lawyers doctors and you know these these cl- you know these classic sort of occupations they look down on youtubers because they're like it's not a real job it's not a real occupation mm. and i think that's the the big thing and, and fair play to you Stu, for for trying to sort of bridge that gap and trying to sort of smash through the market because I think that's yeah. what it needs like we need, you need someone like yourself to do that because otherwise who's going to do it and how are we going to basically smash that market through you know well yeah yeah, yeah that's it. It, it, it there's so much ignorance and resistance in the TV world I mean we've um, spoke with various agents over the a TV agents over the last um, couple of months saying look let's work together because our worlds are going to collide soon um, but they're yeah. They don't want to know, uh, ultimately. Um, but we know that, I, I don't know, you've probably seen stereo brand deals flying around. Yeah, in the last yeah. so many. So, yeah. um, yeah, Kate Price, one of them. That's how we become friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter Andre. Um, yeah. uh, but, 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 if, but if you look at the um, 
so stereo spent a huge amount of money i was going to say their budget must um, be mental from what they've done yeah yeah so they spent a huge amount of money across all sectors and by far the youtubers outperform everybody else yeah. um they, they've got a-list celebs on there and stuff that yeah that actually are only getting two or three hundred people listening to their mm. uh listening yeah. to their podcasts um or their shows on stereo Whereas the YouTubers are getting thousands and thousands of concurrent viewers and have already got mm. 50,000 followers on the app and stuff and are absolutely yeah, exactly. special. Um, and, and that's always been the case with yeah. um, even footballers and stuff. If, if you look at a footballer, they'll cost three or four times the amount of a YouTuber to get them to do an appearance or whatever. But if you, even if you got Wayne Rooney to post an Instagram post, or a good example is Raheem Sterling and, and Chunks, because we look after Chunks as well. Um, we did a Pepsi deal. If you look at Raheem Sterling's po- Pepsi post and Chunk's one, Chunk's one's about three times the engagement, yeah, the engagement. view. It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? It's actually it's, crazy. It's, it's exactly the same post. It's a cut yeah. of their Pepsi video. Um, yeah. but, 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 but traditionalists and traditional marketers just naturally assume that, that Raheem Sterling is the influencer yeah. and not... Cause it's because it's because Raheem doesn't have that engaged audience, does he? So Chunks obviously engages right. with his audience on a, on socials literally every day. He'll be on, doing a story, he'll be doing a yeah. YouTube video, he'll be doing something to engage his audience, and he has that core audience will follow him to, to death, you know. Whereas a Raheem yeah. Sterling, he doesn't have that on socials. He might have it in real life or like in the stands, but he doesn't have it where it matters most, you know, on the phone or on Instagram or on Twitter, etc. He's a, he's, a, he's a Man City player. In, 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 when he leaves Man City for somewhere else, he becomes somebody else's hero. Like Lallana, yeah. I think he's a yeah. twat. <laughs> <laughs> Come full circle, haven't we? Podcast, yeah. uh, but, um, but, but I, I used to absolutely dote on him and, and used to think he was the best thing since sliced bread. And um, so he still that is. doesn't happen on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> going back to Brighton actually and the Lana, there was a tweet just put on from the club and they put on about did you enjoy that at Adam Lalana and he's literally going absolutely mad when we scored that second goal and I didn't actually realise that he yeah, was going mad when he scored apparently it apparently he celebrated really but yeah like, like, like a madman apparently which I don't think yeah or it was the first yeah, goal like... actually I think Dunk's goal yeah yeah, two yeah. one. So should it's like um, Arsenal fans are going mental when Walcott scored against them this season with us. It's like mm. why didn't he celebrate? He's yeah. just come back to True. to the, yeah. the club that he was in with since he was eight years old, yeah. and he scored a mm. he scored a, a goal. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a. It's another one of my pet hates that old players shouldn't shouldn't celebrate against their former team. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's your thought on that? Because yeah. I think it's a, quite a hit and miss thing, isn't it? Like some people yeah. really hate it and they want them to just not celebrate and others just like don't really care. Yeah, the, I, scored, the iconic, scored, yeah. Can celebrate. the Adebayor Man City one, that was the iconic yeah, one when, it, when, he, when he ran across yeah, the, the pitch and gave it to Arsenal. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, I, I always remember um, Kevin Phillips when he left us for West Brom. Um but but on the way out, he basically he, he didn't need to. He he just he, he just said, yeah, I didn't want to go to Southampton anyway. And everyone was like, ah, oh, bollocks. And then his missus hmm. shagged the Vodafone cast uh, the Vodafone salesman from the local <laughs> Vodafone shop. So um, so, so so literally, we're in the northern, just giving him abuse the whole game and stuff. And um, I think uh, the northern, the whole of northern stand, or the whole of St Mary's, stand up if you shag Kev's wife and the whole the whole stadium. Oh no. Standing up. <laughs> 
Um, that, yeah. that, and of course, what happens is he goes and scores, scores doesn't he? And does pretty much a lap oh, of volume. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, that's, so, that's deserved, isn't it? You, you deserve uh, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie yeah. Vardy is a prime example, and he? Oh, yeah. he just gives yeah. it back every time. But he's got he's the ability to do it, so he can. I love it, and I'll do exactly the same. You know, exactly the same. But, but, but that's what, yeah, that's that's what football should be. I mean, I, I looking at all the, um, it always comes back. Walcott on the stretcher, walking past, going two 0 to the Spurs. Oh fans, yeah, you're, and you're they're going absolutely them, yeah. mental. It's like you're literally giving him shit because he's just busted his leg. Yeah. And yeah. 2-0 and now yeah. they look as though they're going to explode or something. It's like, Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, can't take it back. Uh, no, exactly. Don't give it if you can't take it. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, Stuart. Look, um, you've been a fantastic guest. We've we've enjoyed yeah, everything. Thank you very much. All the Saints chat, all the football chat, uh, all the YouTube chat. It's been it's been incredible. Side and, uh, sidemen clickbait chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any suggestions on the uh, title for the podcast yeah, too, for YouTube? What are we thinking? Yeah. KSI Logan versus Stuart Jones, <laughs> sidemen manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, get some video titles out of it. Just put the sidemen in. Don't put my name in. Just put sidemen in. For KSI, it's done. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, on, yeah. honestly, sure. You, you, yeah, you've been a fantastic guest, and we really appreciate yeah. your time. Um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have you back for next season uh, when we play you again. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, doesn't get relegated. Yeah, if we're still in the league. Less of that, Shu. Or you getting your your one rescind, rescinded? Um, but yeah. no, thank you very much. You, you've been fantastic. Right. Cheers, Shu. Cheers. All right, there we go. We had uh, Stuart Jones of Upload, um, a fantastic guest. Really, really good yeah, to have him on. Sorry, yeah, what a geezer. What a dream he was. job. What a dream. Yeah, job. yeah. yeah. Right, mate, my Matt, whole my whole fan fanboyness nearly came out there. Like, the KSI <laughs> chat. Watching watching KSI yeah. when I was a little kid, I just had to be quiet. I think I was just being the quiet one today. It's, it's mad though, isn't it? Like to, like, like you said, Ben. Like imagine just being in that world when it was all kicking off. Like just being like one of the focal figures of like all the fights and behind yeah. it all like kicking off man. so yeah really appreciate yeah beefing logan yeah having <laughs> logan block you is pretty 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 decent um yeah. but yeah right let, let's quickly crack on then with um a couple of other talking points that we wanted to cover so the first one um obviously i don't anyone see what on socials uh the crystal palace fans basically were were basically really happy about zaha and his being a loyal player apparently now ryan we're, we're not having it are we we're not we're not having this um so with, dumb. with him being loyal. Like, so what, dumb so yeah. dumb what, what how can you on? even say ryan? that zaha's loyal he's not loyal he literally wanted to leave for the last like five years he put in so many yeah, transfer he requests leave. he literally did leave for man united how you can ever say that zaha's loyal you are dumb you're actually stupid i'm yeah, sorry it's mad like, it was the, the tweet i saw was uh they don't make loyalty like this anymore and it's just like yeah. us, even like other football fans other than brighter fans were like in the chat being like mate he left and he wants to leave he yeah. always wants to leave <laughs> to be it fair is, lewis uh, dunk put in a transfer request in 2015 didn't he so when we were saying dunky yeah, it was yeah. like well yeah. He did put in a transfer request, to be fair. But yeah, that was when we were back in the championship, like, and it was kind of looking like it was going to happen. And yeah. obviously, then we then he was linked with Chelsea, and he signed a contract. And true, in the summer, true. So true. that's not a loyalty. Then I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah, no, fair. Yeah. Them saying Zaha was uh, ultimate loyalty is a bit of a joke. But then it was like it was like you know we, we talk about obviously the transfer request for Dunkey with Zaha. He what he went to Cardiff? No, where was it? He went to Man United, then somewhere else, and then went back to did Paris, he go Cardiff he? on. Yeah, Cardiff on loan, right? and then yeah, yeah and then went to Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like, I yeah. About so it's like, so it's like, it's not like he's, it's not like he's just put a, ha- a transfer request and not left. He's actually left the club, you know, and that kind of thing. So I just, yeah, bizarre. 
bizarre. But yeah, anyway, bizarre. that that's that covered off. I saw um, him not take course, the knee, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that. That was a big controversial. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it's not really controversial. It's his, it's his decision. It's his, you know, it's how he wants to approach the situation. It's down to him, isn't it? At the end of the day, um, and a lot of people backed him. A lot of people went against him. So it was very split. Like I think it split a lot of people, didn't it? Um, with that. Um, so yeah, he's always, always, always in the news for something, isn't he? That Zaha loves it, mm. loves it. Um, right, and then the call ups, international call ups. Um, obviously, we got Robert, big Bobby Sanchez. How did he get a call up to the Spain squad? What a guy! What a legend! Unreal, unreal. From Green, Rochdale, and then Spain. What a bloke! That yeah. is what a dream move. I love. Did you see the way they announced their squads as well? By the way, like where they have What's like that? this. I they do these really really random like um, squad announcement videos. Like the the one before today, they were like driving around the city in Spain, and then they'd have these different number plates that said the squad player names. And in today's mm. one, they were in like the office of like the Spanish headquarters and they had like these QR codes on the wall like everywhere. And then yeah. Luis Enrique, the manager, would go up to the wall with an iPad and then the iPad would show the player from the like QR code. They do these it's just really weird squad announcements, basically. Um, almost like the weird uh, transfer transfer announcements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, fair play to Sanchez. What a, what a bloke. Man, I'm kind of glad he joined. I'm glad he picked Spain. I don't know about you mm. boys. What do you reckon? Yeah, no, I mean, with Bobby Sanchez, I think his rise has been mad. Like, I think you, Ryan, you tweeted about how he, like, he went on loan to Rochdale and then came back. And to get in the Spain squad was just mental, innit? Yeah, the tweet, I got it. <laughs> it said, 7th of March 2020, in goal for Rochdale in League One. Summer mm. 2020, 4th choice goalkeeper for Brighton. And then 15th of March 2021, he's a Spanish international. Like, that's just yeah. mad. Like, that's that crazy. is just incredible. And to be yeah. fair, 392 likes. What? 392 likes, mad, but yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I no, think we had that many, it's like 100. No, he's it, it, mad, like he's, he's rise, and it's what I think he's well deserved. Like, you know, he's been shaky, he's had a couple of moments, and you know, but you know, he's what 23 years old, he's still a young keeper, and of course, yeah. you know, he's got he's only going to get better, hopefully. So, yeah, fair play to the lad, mate. Him and David De Gea battling out for the number one jersey, that's going to yeah. be a very interesting one, mate. He's better than De Gea, um, De Gea keeps dropping the ball. Sanchez will never yeah. ignoring Leicester. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eradicate Leicester from your memories, and he never did. He's never done anything bad. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we talk My about grandma it, have wheels, be a bite, Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then international uh, call-ups as well. Let's just cover off um, that for England because well, the squad's getting announced, isn't it? Uh, next week. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, oh, Thursday. Sorry, this week. Yeah, yeah this week. Thursday, sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lewis Dunk, Ben White. Are we having anyone in the England squad? Ben, start with you. Any reckon... players? Lewis, I don't know. I think the fact he scored, it just, again, he puts himself in the media again. Brighton are tweeting about him every single hour. I think, <laughs> surely, if there's ever a time to do it, it would be now. Surely. Mm-hmm. like this. I know yeah. we say it every single time, but if it's not now, it won't ever be ever again. But, yeah, I just think he really does deserve it. Uh, ben White, I mean, he could probably be do with a call-up, but I don't think there's enough room for two Brighton players. Yeah. Yeah. One. <laughs> I don't think the there's The quote is only one. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Ben White's England standard yet, if I'm being honest. Yes, I, I think I think Dunk is. I think Dunk has been for three years now. Um, mm. Two years, maybe. I don't think that White is ready yet. Sky yeah. Sports Stato tweeted, no central defender has scored more PL goals than Lewis Dunk since his debut in the yeah. competition in August 2017. He's with 10 goals, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, that's bad. He's a leading goal scorer for the Premier League. So just get him in the squad, Gareth. Get him in. Jesus. You know what? What's Christ. actually funny? He actually hasn't even been our best centre back this season. Like I'd argue yeah. that that 2019 that 2019 time 
when he wasn't in it, it was genuinely a shock because yeah. I was thinking, how on earth is he not here? Mm. The 1920 season, he was absolutely like untouched. I thought in that in the Premier League, I thought he was one of the best centre backs in the league that season, and barely anyone came close apart from the likes of Van Dijk and that. And anyone could call me deluded, but look at the stats and just shut up. So honestly, I don't know how he wasn't in that team. And now yeah. I'd actually argue, <laughs> if anything, he probably wouldn't. Oh, he'd be more justified if he wasn't now than he wasn't then, if you know what I mean. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. He probably won't be anyway because Southgate doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Uh, all the no. time we've got him, we're not going to win anything, seriously. Rice, we've Rice got such a yeah, we've got such a... We've got, genuinely, I'm going to speak about England a bit because we've got such a good team, right? Going into the Euros, I'd like to think that we are going to be up there with... You know, we should be up there with the best in that mm. in that competition, I think. Yeah. Because I think... Going forward, midfield, even defence, I think we've got all round, I think we're stacked with good talent. But because we've got um, Southgate, we're going to be starting with Maguire, we're going to be starting with um, Pickford, we're going to be starting with all these favourites from the 2018 tournament. Yeah. We're not going to be including any of the ones that should be there, and that's what's just going to cost us. And it's such a shame because I want to get behind the team and all that, but I just can't get behind the fact that favouritism is going to come through again. Yeah, yeah it's a shame. Oh, well, you know, what can we do, boys? I'll be honest with you, Ryan. Go on, he's, He came out in the press, didn't he, saying that his ideal centre-back partner for Man United would be Ben White because he's English-speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's quite a sweet yeah. thing to say. Not only for, like, the Man United centre-backs that, like, Lindelof and Bailly, you're probably thinking, hold on, mate. Cheers, lads. Cheers for digging us out and saying we're not good enough. But, yeah, the fact that Ben us. White, you know, you could... Who, who else... Other players we could have, he could have picked Conte. He's got the he's got the potential, isn't he? He's got the potential. Mm. There's no he's doubt in that. Yeah, I just don't him, the ceiling's there. The ceiling's there. But I, I like what yeah. you said, Ron, earlier. He's not for me. He's, he's definitely not England standard. Like it's not like, with the not Man with United the players that are playing. He should yeah, be having the weight of a Man United shirt on. I don't think because that but, comes yeah. with a lot of weight. You see Maguire. But then would you argue though, Ryan? Would you argue though? Has he got higher ceiling than Maguire? I think he does. Oh god, I yeah, agree. definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. But so I don't then, think so then you could. I don't think he's ready argue. yet. I, I'd no, like him to be ready I for it. I, I, if I was being the one who's a fan of the club, I'd want him to be ready to go there, so he doesn't embarrass himself like um, yeah, yeah. like Maguire did. He made an absolute fool yeah, of himself. Yeah. To be fair, he put in a good performance the other night, and he's a good defender. He's a good out-and-out, you know, centre-back. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't know. I don't think it's fair on White yet to, to, to call him up to a team like yeah. that. And plus, to be fair, the whole Maguire calling him out thing, it was obviously just agent talking it. Like, it's just what it yeah, is. Yeah. It's just trying to drum up money. White's agent, you know what he's like. He's going to be trying to get the best payroll, so he probably welcomed yeah. it. So, yeah. If he goes, he goes. You know, I'm not too fussed. I'm, I, I won't be... Oh, no, Same. Ben White's... We've got Matt Clark anyway, mate. we got Matt Clark. Matt Clark, the guard, we'll be stacked, mate. It's fine. Yeah. Van der Heck as well. Yeah. All Gucci in, in the Brightonia. Right. And then final then, boys, Newcastle preview. Going into massive, massive game, obviously. Off the... bands. Yeah, talking to Gucci, talking to Gucci headbands. You got, but he's out, isn't he? They got big, big players missing. Wilson missing. Uh, Almiron, Saint Maximan. They got, oh, got, you know, a, a lot of injuries. And yeah, th their team is awful. So Ryan, let's start with you. Um, yeah, they are looking really, really vulnerable, and they're on a terrible run of form. Is this like nailed on, or do you think it's still, you know, still Brighton being Brighton? Well, it should be nailed on. It should be a win, but they play into the the fact of the low block. It's going to be hard to beat them. We can't run them around, and I think that's what we're going to struggle with. They don't have, you know, anyone now that they have to threaten. Because 
they're threatening players are out. So I've spoke to a lot of Newcastle fans. I don't want to be the jinx because, you know, I, I totally can see it happening. You know, now I've said that they're going to go beat us. But, the you know, I've seen that I've spoke to a lot of their fans and they said, you know, that they're not very good and they, they'd be very surprised if they did stay up this season. And that's even when Sam Axman and that comes back. They're still pretty, pretty done. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to think that going into Newcastle, that's three points. And if we can get those three points... We'll be thinking we're we're okay, you know. That would be the healthy position. I don't know, just yet. The, the, I don't know yeah, just but yet the, the, the pressure's on them then. The pressure's on Newcastle yeah. then. It's it's no longer on yeah. our shoulders, you know. Six points clear of them, or whatever it is. We'll be thinking, okay, that's that's breathing room, you know. You can mess up again. You can go to Man yeah. City and you can get beaten. Um, but yeah, I think it should be a win personally. Yeah, we're we're the confident team going into it. Realistically, after that's a mm. de- it was a decent win against Southampton. I know they've been pretty poor recently. Like their form has been abysmal, actually. Yeah. But you know the confidence is high anyway. You know, we've, there's so many games where we've deserved to win and we haven't, and we finally did win. Mm. And what a boost that will be to the team. Um, but then, then, but then I know, also I as well, Newcastle, I know Newcastle scored like a 94th minute. I was about to say that. Yeah, Villa, their confidence might be a bit high, but. At the mm. same time, they they would probably be hoping that they were going to maybe beat Villa at home, but they didn't. They yeah. had to break and also team. seeing us, also seeing us win as well, yeah. that might be like, oh shit, you know, they are they're going to come into the game with full of confidence and rightly so. Like we're we're actually playing really good football. Like we have been for a good long period. It's just not you know we're not taking our chances. All the, all the things we we mention on the pod every week, but like yeah, it's it's that now that oh we actually. I think I tweeted, wasn't it? It was like we we actually took our chances. We scored from a set piece. Uh, we were clinical. Like yeah, we over, yeah we we overperformed xG. Like all the things that we usually don't do, we did in the last game. So is it? Can we do it again against Newcastle? If we can, for me, it's, it's, there's no d- doubt about it. We will win. But it's can we do that? That's the big question mark. Like can we carry on doing yeah, what we I did last game? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can. I think I'd we will. Love the, I'd love to see the Brighton that played them in the reverse fixture turn up again. Yeah, that's probably oh, matches. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we only scored it's the only game we've scored more than two goals in, isn't it? I think. Um probably so. yeah, yeah, more than two this season, yeah. And also on that, Maz, that was the first time we scored two goals in eleven matches. Yeah. Crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, poor. So yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I mean yeah, that is awful. That is awful. But <laughs> I mean if we're we can do that against you guys, we yeah. are gonna beat it. Like honestly, I, I, I think we will. And yeah. like I'm saying this right, and I, do you know what? Actually, I need to say this on Twitter. I put a thing on because I think it. I don't even know what I put to be honest. And someone said, "Oh, another negative tweet from you. Another negative tweet from you." So, are you ever positive? Have you said anything positive this year? I was thinking, mate. I literally said we'd beat Tottenham, Liverpool. Yeah. Like, do you not listen to the Villa. podcast, you mug? I said we'd literally beat like all of the best teams. Like. Yeah. How can you even say, "Oh my god"? Like when I saw that, I was like, my brain cells just left the chat. You should, like, you should have just sent. You should have just sent him a link to to all our, all the podcasts where you literally like were the most yeah. person going into the game. Oh. Um, even if you listen not... to the podcast, it's on my Twitter, literally everywhere. Like every single yeah. tweet was positive. Saying, "Oh yeah, today is the day we beat Leicester." I'm pretty sure, and then we lost. Yeah. So how can you? Oh yeah, I can't even be bothered to rant on oh, that. But yeah. Yeah. No, and and with regards to let's start with you, Ben. I've got a question for you both. With regards to the game itself, like I, I'm very confident just to get out there. I, we're all very confident that we're going to win. But if we weren't, if we let's say we draw or lose, is that like panic stations? Like, are we like, oh fuck, this is this is bad, like relegation? Or do you not think that's still panic um, stations? I think it'll be a yeah. massive opportunity missed. I, but I don't think it'll be panic stations just yet because we play 
we again we know how to well i was gonna say we know how to beat teams but we don't we know how to play good football and performances that warrant a good result it's just about the time that we do start getting those results mm. whereas if you're newcastle you play you're not necessarily playing well so in that in that respect they're probably in more danger than us we look more likely to get results in our last 10 fixtures or whatever but yeah um, yeah no i don't think it would be the end of the world but it would be a r- massive opportunity missed yeah mm. ryan i think i think we'll be not in well we'll be in trouble we'll be dragged into it a bit more and i think if confidence wise i think we'll be worried i would be worried anyway because you know i think we've got a pretty tough run after this haven't we and it, yeah it gets quite it gets quite scary um and especially our last games are quite worrying i think we've got arsenal and man city the last game so that's the, yeah, yeah apparently I think... that's when the fans are going to come back isn't it because they're delaying they're pushing back the last two fixtures or the last fixture um, oh really? So we're probably we're probably going to see Man City lift the Premier League at the Amex again for the second time. Oh, is it at the Amex that game? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 it is. yeah, it is. yeah it's Oh yeah, because we played on the Etihad. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hopefully we get back for that one then, because even if we do get relegated, it'll still be nice to beat that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Our, our, our next three games. Yeah, our next three games are Man United, Everton, and Chelsea. So that is a, after Newcastle, obviously. So that is a tough, tough old run. Um, and then, but then we've got Sheffield United, which really should be a guaranteed three points. If we don't get another, another draw or something, that would just be a catastrophe. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, our next our next three games after Newcastle is tough. So I think with, with obviously the international break coming up as well, it's yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? If we win that, we can just sort of, you know, confidence is going to be high and we just take it from there. But we've got knows. a decent, uh, decent podcast coming up. We won't say, we won't... Uh... Say what it's going to be, but over the international break, we've got a yeah, pretty special podcast coming up. Um, so you should be looking forward to that, but we're not going to say any more about it. We'll leave you guessing. Look at that wild exclusive, wild exclusive. Um, yeah, <laughs> got, that, got a couple of exclusives in there now. We've got a Simon yeah. exclusive as well. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> uh, unbelievable scenes. Well, look, look, boys, but we're confident, we're confident for the Newcastle game, and hopefully, everyone listening in as well. Um, so yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. We know it was a long, long old podcast, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, and hopefully we're going to be having some more guests, like Ben said, some more surprises for you. Um, so yeah, if you did, of course, like, uh, comment, and subscribe. It does mean a lot to us. What should they comment? Uh, and, and yeah, what should you comment? Um, that's a good one. Let's do let's do something Stuart slash KSI related or uh, YouTube related. Um, um, my brain's gone now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you know what? I've got to do that. Do you know what? Um, I'll include the Albion community thing because I've got to do the Albion community charity stream. Um, oh yeah, I'm gonna be filming oh, for five shit, yeah. hours minimum. I'm gonna be so tired. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah Ryan, you're screwed. Ryan, after if you're like this after an hour and a half, you're gonna be out. Five hours, I'm gonna be like this. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, guys. Like, what is uh, going on? Cool. Uh, let's go, let's go. Let's go in the comments. Ryan versus Maz boxing fight. Go for that <laughs> yeah. one. Ryan versus Maz <laughs> boxing okay. fight. If you want to see it, man. comment down below. Yeah, Ryan versus yeah, Maz or Ryan Boxing, but yeah. Right, cool. I'm going to DM Look, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Of course, keep keep uh, watching and keep uh, streaming it on all the uh, usual Apple and Spotify. And of course, we'll see you after the Newcastle game. Peace. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.